Okay, punters, it is time to partner with Betfair and preview Jockey Celebration Stakes Day. BJ Ryan, Terry Layton, we are teaming up to record episode 135 of the 1-1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast, and uh, it's just after 11.30, Thursday, the 4th of August. Pinjarra, today, what are we looking at? Heavy... Uh, heavy, heavy eight, heavy. I think. Yeah, heavy, heavy eight. eight at the uh, at the pinch. So uh, usually a, a deck you like to be somewhere near the speed and grinding away on those type of uh, conditions. But yeah, seven at the pinch, and then uh, smallish fields, though. Smallish mm. fields, and then we're uh, off to Belmont Saturday. Twelve uh, races. We got Carnarvon rounding out the weekend on yeah. Sunday, and do not forget the feature Ladies Day meeting Tuesday. Broom Tuesday. Yep. So we can't miss Advocator. That. Advocator Day. Yeah. She's a bit weak, isn't she? <laughs> Tell you what, looms. Mate. She just looms. Look out Tuesday, Advocator. Yeah. Chocolate. Tell you what, I one thing about Advocator is got a little share. Me, a few of us uh bought in with, with Danny Moore. We have a lot of fun. She hasn't run a bad race yet. No. I tell you what, Chris Nickel has ridden her nearly every single start. <laughs> ten out of ten, ten out of ten. It's like it's actually upsetting when you get a ten out of ten and don't win because you got no excuses. I thought he actually rode her too well the other day. It's just it's wild how yeah. on the dirt and she's tra- she actually tracks nicely yeah. into it. She does a lot right. I, I think there's a capability. She just I just think the one thing she could do better is be faster. <laughs> so that's probably the one thing she could do better. Just have a slight bit more talent. So, <laughs> so that's yeah. uh, but yeah, that's going to be big, isn't it? The the week up there, Broom Cup mm. week kicks off at th- uh, Tuesday, yep. Ladies' Day, and then rolls into the feature Broom Cup hundred thousand dollar race next Saturday. Which ah, it's will- a big gap if you do go for the full week, isn't it? Like yeah. the Hammonds Cow Round is Thursday Saturday. Yeah, the Tuesday Saturday is a fair bit of time in between to. <sighs> Deary me, good luck to all participants. Hundred percent. Uh, and don't forget, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competition, which is, I think it's race 82 this week. <laughs> um, and we have Jimmy Stewart. He's back again trying to make it to win number three. We've gone to the archives. We've brought him back, the hay train, and he's um, Fraser, Fraser Hay. Hay. He's, yeah. a, he's a four-time winner. Uh, so I, I reckon he, he's got to give Jimmy Stewart a, a road for his money. Yeah, can't wait for that. It's we haven't had H train on for over twelve months, so uh, life moves pretty fast in the uh, in the one one world, doesn't it? Yeah. So uh, definitely one of the uh, one of the uh, one of our favourites, one of our faves. Yeah, he yeah. got us, got us off to a flyer in Mastermind, the new Mastermind good cricketer too. I reckon. Yeah, they tell me he's very can good. wield the willow. He wield the willow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you reckon you would have been able to you know, devise a strategy to get him out? A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. There was, oh, I could, yeah, 100%. I was a horrible cricket player, but I'll tell you what, we could, we could captain a cricket side. <laughs> Mate, what's, uh, what's happening to the people who, uh, who tuned into you on the Betfair Edge? Any, anything to report uh, in regards to that? What's happening? No, I'm not really sure. We had a, we got a seven week break. So what's it been? Three or four. Yeah. Um, I'm doing the show with Miles. So I'm just coming on and doing a little segment on, I think it's Saturday mornings now and Wednesday mornings. So Wednesday, Fitzy's Wednesday form fill up free Fitzy's bang bang bangs. Yeah, Fitzy's bang bang bangs. Just wins, (laughs) bangs and booms. The the, the BBs, the BBJ dubs. So uh, yeah, no, not much. The good stuff's here. Just win with Fitzy. Um, Yeah, and also just we need and we're gonna have a landing page on Betfair. Yeah, yeah. Get around to sending those pictures. So we need to get that done. We need Uh, to get that done. uh, Just doubling back to the Market City meets Get Out Stakes. Yep. With our our jackpot has carried over to this weekend. So it's $100 worth of gourmet group one uh, beef from Market City Meats up for grabs, uh, race 12 at Belmont this weekend. So just thought I'd let all the 
listeners know to uh, make sure you get your entries in early. So it's Jockey Celebration Stakes Day. Every day is Jockey Celebration Day, though, really, isn't it? Big thumper. Thumper 12 race card. Mm. Obviously, yesterday's meeting was uh, abandoned due to the, uh, the, the wind and the rain and the condition of the state, basically. And, um, for, you know, we had several races move across to Saturday's meeting, we've ended up with a 12 racer, gets underway at 9.59, but all eyes will definitely be on the uh, on the track. We've had so much rain uh, over the last week or two. At the moment on Chris, just having a look now, Belmont is still graded a heavy eight. We're not expecting a lot of rain today and not a lot of rain tomorrow, maybe a sprinkling on Saturday. So yeah, what are we, obviously the track's gonna be Rain, what, rain is it, what is it at the moment, too? Heavy eight. Yeah, heavy eight. Yeah. So we're, I don't think there's a huge amount more rain coming today um, or tomorrow and just a tiny bit on Saturday. So I've allowed for a soft seven. Yeah. But it could even start a soft six. With, if Actually, we, if sorry, we, apologies. I just refreshed. It's just been up, upgraded to it's a, it's a heavy nine at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah soft so, seven's a great. I think yeah. soft seven will be bang on. Um, yeah, soft seven. But you'd, it, with 12 races, you'd expect deterioration. Mm. So the, the course has got 26 mil last 24 hours. Yep. 108 last week. But it, it, I don't know a huge amount about this. And I wish when we had Chris Nation, we still could reach mm. out and talk to him. He's the man. He, he walked um, Crip, you and myself, yep. three of us around the track. And a few questions I wish I asked him now. But to me, it feels like... It, it, it just come down to something you can't quantify. It comes down to a horse just stepping in a part of the track which mm. was chopped up the previous race. Like think about yourself in a running race and you've copped a little pothole or something. You lose your and it might be something you can't even see. You watch replays, don't you can't worry. see and it's strong. I've been on a few of those also yeah. have gone from winning to being beaten well, 10 Do you know what I've done actually? This is good. I've, I've wound the clock back. I've gone uh, visited my mother the other night and dad's got a he had a pair of sort of 500 buck binoculars, real old school ones because I just watch them on the screen. So I'm actually going to take them out there. And I don't know if I'll do it on Saturday, but that'll be a sight to see, I reckon, me standing out in the grandstand. <laughs> and they're big units too. Like I'm talking, you're, I'm talking mate, two you're, hands. You'll lose them after the last oh, dead set. No, I'm going to – yeah, I will actually. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Why was I going to try and argue with that? Yeah, um, yeah so hopefully we can, we can just get – a break where the track just doesn't cop I heard any that more it, rain. I heard that there's just rain coming nonstop for the next three months. Yeah. So, anyway, oh well. If you can't beat it, join it. We try to. We assess what we have. Yeah, just looking the, the now. Track, the track sort of held up pretty well last Saturday, considering. There's a chance of Arvo rain Saturday as well. So yeah. it's just going to chop up. So just. See what happens. Early, early in the card, you can have some confidence you're betting into a reasonably stable track, I'd suggest. Yeah. Unfortunately, I like nothing early in the card. <laughs> early in the card. We're talking 9.59 a.m. That's the, the earliest I've ever seen, actually. The opening event on this 12-race card is the Furphy Handicap for the three-year-olds over 1,000 metres. This was one of the races transferred from Wednesday, and we have the uh, the opening favourite um, is the Dan Morton-trained Philly work in progress, and um, I imagine that there's probably going to be a bit of money for the nine Universal Flare. First up for Ted Martinovich, Tash Faithful, Ransom Faithful, Ransom Nice Races in Good Company. Uh, last preparation. Feel a, bit, feel a bit sorry for your cousin, actually, Jimmy, having to create this 12 race race book. Yeah, I wonder if they paid him overtime <laughs> and taken him a while, wouldn't it? Um, no, no huge thoughts. I think uh, work in progress makes complete and utter sense. Should parking just behind the speed and it's going well. Mm. Um, but look, I mean, not in a 
I'm not in a mood to be taking $2.40 about something we don't know if it'll get through the ground, especially youngster. So there's a few X-Factor horses, as you mentioned. But um, very simply for me, I will be backing work in progress if it starts with a three. three. If it doesn't start with a three, I'm just I'm going to sit it out. Just wanted to ask you, Adam Durant's got two runners. Yep. Mocha Dream and Fortune's Luck. Yep. And the stable jockey Clint Johnston-Porter is riding Invincible Ruby who was ridden in all its trials by Troy Turner. Interesting. So what has occurred here, BJ, mm-hmm. is the Clint was unavailable midweek. Oh, yeah. And yep. this race was moved and so those jockeys were already named. Gotcha. I just figured that out on the run, by the way. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. That's Didn't okay. even cross. Yeah, otherwise, right. that would be, got- otherwise, that would be the biggest push in the world for Invincible Ruby. He got six days for excessive use of the whip, didn't he? Last yeah. Saturday, right? Just on yeah. that, though, great. Like, such a, it's something I really, I think I've just forgotten to do a lot in the mm-hmm. last year or so. Is like little jockey pickups are really interesting. There was one last week. Didn't matter because neither of them went any good. But Lacta Ramoli uh, obviously had the choice between Crezzy and Red Hot Hope. Crezzy was 20 to 1. Red Hot Hope was $6 second favourite. I think Crezzy might have started shorter than Red Hot Hope in the end. Mm-hmm. And it's really important to look at it and go, well, hang on, Lacta, and you judge, you, you back Lacta and he's a reasonable judge. Mm-hmm. He's opted to ride this one at 20 to 1 and 6 to 1. So straight away, you know, Crezzy probably represented some value. So, and it did. I think it started 11 bucks or something. It just, I think it went poorly. Interesting. But he hex other runner didn't go poorly. They did it. Who's that? Dorado. Dorado. Yeah. Give me a few people have told me they backed Dorado. Yeah. Well, my mate Tommy Atkinson was yeah. very keen Dorado. Yeah. yeah McManus backed yeah. Dorado. Yeah. I was on Thomas Magnum. <laughs> you weren't on your end there, mate. You're kidding. Uh, I reckon if I was because just the more I looked at that race, oh, this is like a dollar seventy pop, Tommy. Yeah. There's no such thing as a dollar seventy pop in these conditions. I'll tell you what. Interesting. You mentioned the jockey situation. Last Saturday, we saw um, Chris Parnham get reunited with Will Chino. Bang. Uh, Sean McGrady got reunited with No White Flag. Mm. Uh, so it's- That was the most notable one, I think. Mm. The No White Flag. Yeah, yeah, just I think Will Chino was the perfect setup. Yeah. Luke's two didn't turn up and neither did Jericho, so it just had to beat always. But um, yeah, just the improvement from No White Flag was quite incredible. And we'll be talking about him later because, mm. and uh, Sean is- the Spruik is a big change in that sense yeah. later as well with Sean going back on. Yes. Some people might not want to forgive that last run, but, yeah, I think you should be forgiving. I agree. Okay. So, uh, I think we're both in agreement here with uh, with work in progress. Yeah. Really good last start second to Bustler, who's very highly regarded from the Neville Parnham yard. Uh, work in progress always shown plenty of promise. It does look to be her race there yep. on in the opener on Saturday. If you're ever stuck for a bet in any race that the Pierces have one in at the moment mm. and it's going around at crazy price, all of those are going three lengths better than they were Three months ago. Yeah. So, deep, deep Envy didn't get a lot of luck in the No, I didn't. No, nah, trials leading up to it were so-so, yeah. but um, just purely purely on the stable, stable name at the moment. Like, yeah, yeah they're- um, And we're nicely bred yeah. uh, Philly as well, actually. Deep and Field. Deep Field out of- Train the uh, Karakata winner. Uh, deep Field side the Karakata winner in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's- a good pointer because the Pierce brothers are absolutely humming. Oh, them, they're just so. they're just flying. The horses yeah. are going so well. Like Black Fantasy, they've got to be thinking. Like, I don't think it will win it, but they've got to be thinking they've got to be go at the, the railway type setup now. Well, that's what I was uh, I was thinking. It's got to be, be a Perth Cup horse. Well, the whole way. It's just but looks the uh, the railway's a, a stepping stone. You'd think to the all the rest of them. You just but, just go through all of them. Saying that, Ben Pierce was on the radio during the week, 
saying that they're going to bypass that period of time and maybe aim up more at the Bunbury and Pinjarra Cups in the autumn. So, okay. yeah, maybe they just want to give, so, him, give him a bit more time because yeah. it's not quick, a bad idea as It's well. a quick spin around. And you're probably – you may be running for sixth in those races and it's great fun to have a horse going through all those. Yeah. But you go to the Pinjarra Bunbury Cups and you can jag a couple of hundred fifty thousand well, dollars. I don't, what, I don't mind, like, lowering the bar to get the job done. What he did say, though, was that he is a four-year-old West Speed as well. So, oh, yeah. you, he, they can really – you know, maximise their return to the owners mm-hmm. without having to necessarily go Perth Cups just yet. Uh, they've got a whole season of staying staying bonuses to attack with a horse like Black Fantasy, but he's just getting better every time he starts. But I will yeah. say that that was an absolute gift for him on Saturday. That was just track work for Lucy Warwick and Black Fantasy for the first 800. So oh, uh, no surprise that- um, Quickest that, last that two. The- Quickest last two was really telling though. And Black yeah. Shadow didn't turn up. Looked like Cash was desperate to get off the back of Black Fantasy mm-hmm. and make its run out. It was a funny watch, um, Black Shadow to some degree, but that's the type of one. Black Shadow, I think, was really coming to its own. That's the type of run I'd sort of on that bog track behind a horse, I'd sort of forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd be, I wouldn't be throwing Black Shadow in the bin, that's for sure. Okay. All right. Race two is the Perth Racing Club mem- – sorry, the Perth Racing Club Membership Handicap. Uh, 1,600-metre, Class 1. This was another of the Wednesday races that has been moved across. Been impressed with uh, Edo Morp. Interesting name, Edo Morp, um, from the Steel Casey Yard. Uh, big eye catcher, first up at Pinjarra, then got the job done over the mile. Uh, second up at Pinjarra, breakthrough for its maiden victory after running quite a few placings in its first preparation. Lacking a bit of depth this race, but I suppose with Edo Morp likely liking to sort of settle midfield or worse and not really being a um, horse who likes to go forward necessarily, um, and they'll be looking to maintain a similar pattern of racing to what it's been doing successfully so far this preparation. Is there a horse up on top of the speed that can control and potentially nick this race while Edo Morp's just getting sort of Warmed up, Terry. Is there? Can you see anything like uh, that? No, no, no. Well, again, you probably look at. Oh, the I Pierce, think. The, the Pierce, Pierce, I think. Yeah. yeah, the Pierce's runner is over the odds uh, at the moment. Not, not far above my mark. Like I'm. Again, I, I do think horses that win their maidens are always underpriced. Their mm-hmm. next start, we saw a positive impact went around a dollar forty-five or something last week. And little trumpet. I mean, I. You're kidding me. Dollar forty-five. Mm. Like, I think there's just a massive overreaction to winning maidens. Like, let's have a look at the horse that ran second that day. It's Why Terry. Come on. Why Terry? Ran second to who? Edamorp. What right. price is Why Terry in this? Um, $12 million to one? Well, Why Terry also ran second to Ma- uh, March Amley as well. In its, uh, yeah, in its exactly. How's March Amley really got on with it, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, it hasn't raced since. Yeah, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, now I look like a dick. <laughs> I'm used, to, I'm used to it though. Look, yeah, Edamorp's the one to beat. I marked it for right. you. What you're saying it's is always that, what are you saying? Always, is that- they always, the biggest, I reckon the biggest thing you can do is just, you just have to, because you're carrying more weight against better horses. Yeah, so Edamorp's under, under the odds. Yeah, but again, it's, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't say lay it. I'd just say it's under the odds. Um, I think Eldorado River, Eldorado mm. River didn't get the 2000, travelled into it nicely, was unlucky. Go back to its run over the mile versus Colchino, beat the fourth, third horse by three, four lengths. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's going to be back there making its run with Edamorp, can it out sprinted? I don't know. So, um, yeah, difficult, difficult little race. I, yeah, difficult little race. Who in, in a happy days from the top that that could that could nick it the way the Pierce's ones runners are going at the moment. The zero consequence and positive impact form, who it ran third to last week could really hold up here. Um, they're the three. I 
yeah, I really narrowed it down to um to those three runners. Popcorn Tender is honest, but mm-hmm. honesty doesn't win at too many races. Uh, have a look at the replay of Vite Lampada last time. Mm. It was uh, probably something Just beaten. poking through late. Yeah, yeah. but it goes around today. So um, yes. I don't know if it'll back Double up two days. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing for me here at the current prices. I'll, I'll keep an eye out. If Eldorado River gets to $10, 11 each way, yeah, that that's might what, get me. That's what I was about to say. I had Eldorado River... Eight dollars in my market. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking if if we could get double figures there, that might be an option. Um, with Edo Moore, don't really want to play at the two twenty two twenty five at the moment. And I just think you know, Happy Days is just just doesn't quite have that uh, yeah. that sort of ability, <laughs> knockout sort of punch. But might just be a case of it rolling along out in front and just keep keep There's rolling. There's a lot of there'll be a, there could be a lot of crap. Between um, Edamore doesn't have thinking. to be out the back. It doesn't it? have to be. You, but you know, it's when you get into yep. when you get into that style of racing that you can just allow them to fall out, and all of a sudden they're a pair or further back. Then exactly right, and you're on the back of a Rotomonte or something who's yep. taking you into it, and next thing you know, there's trouble. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Edamore yeah, is the obvious, clearly under the odds, but Eldorado River, River, and In a Happy Days were the were the two other winning chances for mine. With a lean towards Eldorado River, hopefully, maybe. Nine, ten dollars, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see a little late. I'd love to see Elder Art of Edamort money come again. Last start, it was two ten into. Well, it was two eighty to open for one of the agencies, and it traded about dollar sixty eight late. So, mm-hmm. I'd love to see it trade sub two bucks, which will open up some opportunities. Okay, elsewhere. Uh, race three, the Crown Perth Handicap, Race Street, eleven oh nine a.m. Dear me, bit early, bit early for the cast, isn't it? I was going to say, waking up, getting home from the cast. <laughs> um, this is a, uh, it's another pretty, pretty thin race. Lots of horses I don't, I don't think are just, just, just winning races. So, um, my market was very heavily strewed to the two favourites. Mm-hmm. Are they two favourites? They are the two favourites. Keep attacking, and she's a sweet deal. Um, bit of a, bit of a penalty for keep attacking it. Uh, with Harvey going off, I, I he didn't even ride it all that no, well, Harvey. No, but didn't. it's just what what he gets out of the horse. I think as well is quite in, in, important. And Dorado made that form look good. So keep attacking. He'll be popular. Um, we'll miss the cutaway potentially. That could have been handy the cutaway midweek, which it doesn't get here. Um, but the four, yeah, I'm, yeah, the four, four, four is fine. Four. The, the gate's fine, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it should land. There's not a huge amount of speed. English Heritage maybe ends up in front. Uh, all, metal, all metal. Pepper of salt. I thought alluring, alluring might be positive early from the yeah. draw. Yeah. There's yeah. a few few possibilities. So um, it's hard to see Arcadia Grace winning for Taj from last, but all the Bobs do love these conditions, but that's one I'd be taking on at five bucks. But um, I'm going to I'm gonna just go with the upset and Sean McGrady to ride a race on a horse I've knocked Nearly every time we've discussed it, and I'm going to go with she's a sweet deal. I, mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in following strong jockey moves, changes. This horse goes really well for Sean McGrady and uh, keep attacking. Um, one for Paul Harvey and, yeah, so Jade finds some trouble, I think. I think McGrady's the one that can take advantage of it, but I thought there'd be a bigger gap. I thought the fact that I think keep attacking looks over the odds is probably a story that that's the way I should go. So yeah. I wouldn't even – these aren't the conditions I'd back and save a huge amount, but at 444.80, I, I think they're more like – 350 390 chances if that makes sense so not much juice in it i'm not having a bet at this stage but um i'm gonna go with she's a sweet deal but it's a real tourist race for me she's a sweet deal does like to duck in in its races i see the ganjimi brothers have gone yeah, for the bubble uh, cheeker near side the elder uh, yeah bubble cheekers always worry me yeah yeah i uh i think this is keep attacking's race to lose uh i think jade just yep. has to be positive early find a good spot i think the way that it it let down, I think around the fastest last 200 of the day. Dorado in the second fastest last 200 of the day. 
um, in that midweek class one on the 20th of July. Dorado's come out and won since. Keep attacking was well positioned, then got shuffled back, got the cutaway and let down. In a rhythm, uh, balancing up, if Jade, Jade really just has to keep, keep attacking out of strife and she's a sweet deal is going to have to make up significant ground. Storybook's going to have to make up significant ground. Arcadia Grace is going to have to make up significant ground. Like this is, this has got keep attacking written all over it for mine. I was 260 actually. I just I thought, really? I thought it stood out. Yeah, I was, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm trying to get it beaten, but I've sort of got it shorter than what it was. I And sometimes I probably just get a bit overzealous with the jockey. No, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of that well. 100% as well. So, and If you want to look at it in a more simplistic sense as well, it goes down half a kilo because it goes C1 to C3. I, I'd suggest this is easier than the C1. It, it contested last time out. So um, I think it was nine's best price. I mean, fives across the agencies into 280 late. Every man his dog was on it and we yep. got rewarded. Um, but yeah, definitely cannot, uh, I just, just, I don't just get that feeling. Yeah. It's just, it's just going to go around. Well, I, th- I think the market's got that feeling as well. I'll, yeah. I'll, well, I'm not, I reckon that's why I'm holding fire because I expect the money to come for, for keep attacking. Uh, the money probably won't come with the same venom because it isn't pont. Yeah. Um, and no, no cutaway as well. Yeah. So. But Arcadia Grace will get the wobbles from that price without doubt. Um, I just can't see where else the money comes from. I'm $11 alluring, very unconfidently. I think it maps better on a lot. Jason Whiting being on. Uh, I think it deserves to be ahead of a few of the ones that's above, but, geez, I think the winner comes from Keep Attacking or She's a Sweet Deal, BJ. Yeah, Keep Attacking for mine, one of my better better goes. Sounds like, yeah, that's a – yeah, good overs. I think a few people are very keen with their pricing. I spoke to – yeah, Keep Attacking. Go through the grades. Yeah, I'm – Toddy, are you worried about, Toddy, Toddy, you worried about two starts ago? That's probably one thing I just want to touch on quickly. Like mm-hmm. Jade was on that day and just got completely lost. Horse never travelled that well. Yeah. That That's what worries me. You know what I mean? I, I that's think, what worries me. I think Todd, Todd's, Big been, pretty, in Todd's, the market. Been, Todd's been pretty open that the um, the tongue got back that day and has he applied the tongue tie ah, okay. uh, last start win. And he said that in the post-race interview that there was the, the tongue got over the bit and impacted his breathing, yep. his rhythm. Oh, uh, that's two good information. Yeah, and then, good information. Uh, then they applied the tongue tie. And, but it's interesting, he doesn't look like he's the easiest horse to ride either. Mm. So um, it would be nice if the pace is kind of, kind of genuine, they don't jam up and that- It's uh, 50-50 if it will be. Yeah, so hopefully Jade is just just can keep him in a, you know happy in a rhythm and rolling and I, I think he's Tell just gonna what, have too much of a head start. If, if nothing does go forward, mm. just lead. Yeah. Hundred percent. Just, be just, just own it, and don't don't well, don't be desperate to be behind one for the sake of being behind one. I think some of its trials it breezed and it beat. Did it breeze and beat Sire? I see why we are. Yeah, and, like, I, I, and I also the the four big dangers are all going to be out the back mostly. So yep. uh, I think you can use that fuel position advantage. Um, yeah, on a on a smart horse on the rise. Yeah, uh, very good little bit of information there, BJ. I think yep. you've uh, you've even almost sold it to me. Here we go, though. This is. Um, this is where things what? get real interesting. Free entry? Do you get the oh, what? Just after eleven forty-four, or is it from is it from <laughs> race know. one? It's very confusing. It is it? confusing. The free entry to I Belmont Park handicap race four. Still not charging. Mm. Jeez, and you wouldn't want to charge to watch this race, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Me dead. Um, they should be paying people to to be there yeah. at nine nine fifty nine in the morning. So, so I imagine that uh, that little novelty runs out, and then it's free entry from race four onwards. But um, oh, yeah. yeah, just a just a light on six horse seventy two plus mile. 
for yeah. the for the for the feature, the free entry to Belmont Park. Yeah. I think West River, not not talking Brad prices, just other agencies. I think West River Miracle almost went up favourite with some of them. Mm-hmm. That's pretty wild. Like West River Miracle hasn't been to a Saturday and now it's going to go to a 72 plus. And it's, look, to be honest, it's pretty good placement in mm. a six horse field. Scorpion, Miss Maranta are um, midweek battlers. Yep. Um, Bad Wolf's working into its prep. I actually think Bad Wolf's well over the odds. Yeah. Um, and yeah, obviously, no apology, bro. Dream going good. But West River Miracle, um, yeah, for me, for me, it's just not up to this. This isn't, This it's not a no apology, Brave Dream, carrying the same weight as Brave Dream. It's just, like I'm talking, I've got it double figures, no matter how well this stable's going. Um, that just seems thin, doesn't it? Three bucks or something, Worship of a Miracle. I'm just looking at the price You're nodding now. slowly. Well, then I'm just trying to get a profile about it. So some agencies have it 270 at the moment. Yeah, right? we? so we're talking 270 Brave Dream, mm-hmm. 290, no apology, 290 West Good Market. Oh, they've all got about 121%. That's still pretty ordinary, 121% of six horse field. We can get that down to 110 yep. percentage, surely, you know, give us a bit more juice. Give, look after the punters. I, I kept West River Miracle pretty safe in my market. I was three, four, five, basically. Brave Dream three, no apology four, West River Miracle five. That okay. was the, the guts of my. My market. Yep. Uh, Who's the money come for here? Who's the three. target horse? Brave Dream. Yeah. Yep. I think so. Back up to the mile. Just- I was disappointed last night. Yeah, hour I was disappointed. Because the cutaway was good. I and then I watched was- the replay again and I actually, I'm okay with the run. I think it hit the line well. I think it stuck on nicely. Flying Missile was just given a 10 out of 10 front running ride from Chris Parnham. Yeah, Flying just- Missile from the top is a really good horse. It just, they've been trying to, they haven't been able to ride it in that particular manner. Um, and it just, it just sort of let down that particular way, I think. For me, this is a complete two-horse race, Brave Dream, no apology. They're the two we're going to focus on. You go back to the run two starts ago, which I don't want to watch that replay too many times, BJ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I try to avoid that one if possible. But Brave Dream's flooded from the clouds, wet day uh, at the mile. Taj Dyson was on. Um, yeah, it was the run of the race, I think you could probably say. Um, no apology was very good. There was yeah. not much between them, obviously, by being 0.1 lengths between them. But mm-hmm. um, they have the same... Weight difference here. It was fifty-eight to fifty-four that day, except it's Taj to Clint. Yeah. So Brave Dream would would have preferred a bit more speed in the race, but in saying that, I just think Clint can put it into the race at the right time. He'll be in fifth. Yeah, this is. He'll be outside of heels as well. Actually, I think think he was. Some we speak about this sometimes about horses. The difference some horses like being coming around, and but Brave Dream had to make its run. From the box seat up inside mm-hmm. flying missile to a degree, uh, and also because of the good form lines, because of the chilly is hot, because of the small field, it's just a different setup when you got to bounce and be there rather than just fall out and just settle where you're comfortable. Yep. So I, I know the speed was soft and it was entitled to land where it did, but it, it just it's just a different. It's just a different switch to flick for that horse, and I believe Brave Dreams is sort of horse. You just got to come out cold and just just save it up, and then then roll into the race from there. Yep. So different setup here on Sad Day, but yeah, I I, um, I tend to think that the market will find Brave Dream strong. Yeah, I'm a dollar ninety Brave Dream. It's yeah, very confident. We'll mm. get. I don't want to dive into many sort of sub three bucks. It um, and I'll, I'll be wanting two fifty plus, which it looks like we might see. Um, but yeah, bright dreams. I think that la- that last uh, disappointment was still lingering in uh, in my mind when I marked this race. Yeah. But the more that I talk about it with you, I can definitely get brave dream shorter. Um, just just. Just crystallizing at the, the moment. The same weight as West River Miracle, and it's the same price. Like I, I genuinely believe it's a 
five lengths better horse, you know, potentially potentially more. So West River Miracle does get the map here. Great little soft lead. No yeah. apology gets a great map on the back of a, a leader who should give a little kick, be able to peel out and off we go. But I do think if Brave Dreams then two or three of them, even if Clint has to get going from the 600, I just think it's it's got these on, on a soft seven. It's, it's got these. So. Could this be the day that Money Miley flicks a switch with Bad Wolf? Yeah, it's, I'm, tw- I'm, mm. I'm the same price, Bad Wolf, as I am West River Miracle. So okay. bad wolves over my price. Um, what is it about twenty to one at the moment? Well, I thought it's I saw, last. I saw, I saw it, forty. So, I so there has been a bit run, of money. I thought its last run was sort of heading in. Loom nicely. Yeah, it just heading. gave absolutely stuff all. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's ready to win yet. Yeah. Um, but there are worse twenty three dollar pops on the day. Yeah, I'm twelve bucks. Oh, I don't know if if, if there's any confidence around it, will start significantly shorter than that. Mm. West River's got to get the wobbles, um, surely. So, anyway, I'm hoping that there's big money. No apology. I'm hoping that's the one they target, mm-hmm. and um, we can see three bucks brave dream. But look, I'm very confident, and I'll be probably taking any price brave dream. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. That's my best. Of, actually, easily the best of the day. Brave dream. Yeah, I'm going to be boring. I know on these type of tracks, I like making me best a bit of a price, but I'm going to be real boring just because I'm, I'm extremely confident. Very good. Heard it here first, Pandas. All right. So let's, uh, geez, we've ripped rip through the first four. We've got to take a break because, you know, like uh, we've got Jimmy Stewart and Fraser Hay ready to rock and roll for our Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Let's get into it. All right, BJ, it is now time for the you know, I slow down when I say for the, it's because I'm trying to figure out what, how it actually goes. It is now time for the uh, WA Racing Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind competition. It's been a couple of weeks. I'm a bit rusty. Oh, good, mate. Oh, you got there in the finish. Yes, that is right. It is time. Uh, the Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899. Yeah. Located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. I reckon they might have got blown away up there in the Mundaring like the, the rest of us. So a bit of, probably a bit of carnage floating around up in the heart of the hills with the uh, wild weather that we've encountered this week. But um, if you are in the neighbourhood this weekend, drop in. See Ian Butchie O'Connor. He's the publican up there at the Mundaring. A great racing man. Say good day. Let him know you listen to the uh, the one one your West Australian Racing podcast, and he'll take very good care of you. That is for sure and certain. Okay, he's uh, he's in a bit of form. This lad missed a week, obviously, because we had the we had the with the buy round last weekend, uh, last week, Terry. But James Stewart, he's looking for a what is he looking for? Patrick. Patrick, three straight for Jimmy. Jimmy, you're back. Hey guys, thanks for having me back on the show. Hey Jimmy, how do you uh, how do you go off a freshen up? Do you think you're uh, do you think you needed it after two dominant performances, or did you want to keep the momentum going? Uh, it's good to recharge your batteries and uh, <laughs> and ready to go again. Hey mate, you 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 cryptically gave us four winners at Kalgoorlie uh, a couple of weekends ago, or four tips. How'd they go? Did you did you find a winner? Look up one, I think. That yeah. was one of them. Look up. Look up one. Yeah. I'm back to uh, back Town Hall. Oh, yeah. That yeah. one. Aaron Sands, that one. Oh, jeez. Oh. Look at this. Jeez. So, Mastermind, just killing so it. It wasn't, wasn't a bad uh, day. And then uh, Kaggle the other day, back three of Brock's. So that was <coughs> pretty good as well. Very oh, good. Oh, and he's, the, he's the king of Kalgoorlie. He's heading to Kalgoorlie again this weekend Tell by the sounds what, of things. I can't so. find a winner at Kalgoorlie this season. I, 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 might, I might need to come to you, Jimmy. Good I, little good little trumpet as well, by yeah, the way. I'm a big, big fan of that. That's, I, very, that's very American Pie band camp type stuff. Actually, isn't it? funny story. I, uh, I dropped off uh, a couple of vouchers and some hats to uh, Jimmy's residence in Ascot yesterday. Um, his father, Russell, 
and his brother Kai answered the uh, answer door. I reckon those vouchers might be gone by the time Jimmy gets back oh, from the goalkeeper. Oh, no. <laughs> That's all right, man. I reckon they will be well and truly gone. The boys were very excited. We almost, I almost talked Kai into coming on and having a crack at uh, at his brother, you know, oh. brother versus brother um, mastermind. But what we've done. You called this a couple of weeks ago, Terry. It's time that we get the H train back mm. out of mastermind retirement. Toot, toot. Here he is. Fraser, hey, you're back, mate. Thanks, mate. Uh, what a pleasure it is to be back on. Uh, mate, it's, it's it's great to have you back on. Obviously, a fair bit of heartache from um, your fourther, weren't you? Four wins yeah, straight. The last fourther. time, yeah, four. The, the couldn't, last couldn't time, get the Michelle Pfeiffer. The last time we uh, Fraser uh, graced us with his presence here at the one one was episode eighty four. Episode on what, the, the what are we up to July now? July eight last year it was. What are we up to now? Seven hundred of them. So Fraser made the early running in Mastermind two point yeah. He won four on the bounce. He was a pioneer, He's, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was exactly. He uh, he. He was a tone setter. He set the tone was. for the uh, for the mastermind, and it's fantastic to have Fraser back on board to take on Jimmy Stewart, who's looking for a third straight mastermind victory. Fraser's a veteran. Jimmy's up and about. You both know how to play the game. Your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. Over to you, Guru. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting, um, we need it. We're still reckon we need Pete Anthony's voiceover, don't we? <laughs> All right, Challenger, are you ready? That's you, ready. Fra- that's you, Fraser. You're probably not used to being the Challenger, yeah. are you? It took him a second to register. <laughs> no, I'm ready to go. All right, Jimmy, uh, hang on, champion, Master are Mark. you ready? Mastermind, are you ready? Yes. Very good, Jimmy. Oh, he's up and about. You've had that. You've had that red ball. I can tell. All right, three, two, one. Who am I? Uh, my internet's just shut itself. Okay, <laughs> who am I? I'm now an eight-year-old gelding. Hey, BJ and I both feel old, and we realise this horse was eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've flown the West Australian Coupe to continue my racing my racing journey over east. My career has had a lot of almost about it with bad luck and perhaps just being a half length off the really good ones, costing me more black type success. There were not many horses that Pikey openly said he did not like riding, but I was one of them. James. James. Jimmy. Very good. Did you, did you know the Pikey? Did you know the Pikey clue? Um, I just knew Pike never liked to ride him. So yeah, very good. Very good. I like that. I was hoping someone got it from that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Uh, I've competed at black type level at uh, my last 16 outings, winning once and being placed a further nine times. A real story of my career. Grant and Alana then went to Durant. Uh, Durant? Durant. Uh, I will make my debut for Team O'Brien on Saturdays. I kickstart my Victorian racing career. I have nothing comical um, to come up with about his name. Who am I? I'm Stage Man. Stage Man. Very good, Jimmy. Oh, Ooh. geez, BJ's popular. Credit goes to BJ for that one for posting it on Twitter the other day. Oh, <laughs> BJ, he's just teeing him up for uh, teeing him <laughs> for up for Jimmy. him. All right, All right. come well, on, come on. Is your buzzer working, Fraser? Give it a give it a test. Yeah, yeah, it's working, Fraser. Yeah, yeah, very good. He likes being under pressure, Fraser. Yeah, the H train. Let's see how we go. One nil, Jimmy. Okay. Name the female jockey who booted home over 100 winners across WA last season. Fraser. Fraser. 
female jockey. Uh, oh, I think it's gone earlier. Yep. Gonna need your answer, Natasha. Natasha Faithful. Oh, He's done it. Bang. He's bang. 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 He's gone bang. T- Tash Faithful absolutely crushed it last season. Hats She's off. a gun. She's yeah. a gun. She's uh, a gun. I think I think the final total was 103 or 102 mm-hmm. and a half, uh, which she completed with three, I think, yep. or, at Calgary on Sunday. So awesome. In the country, she's worth a length, especially yep. like up in Carnarvon. If she rides the Zach Tyler team, a horse will start 250. If it's not her riding it, the horse will start six bucks, and so it should. Like mm. It's incredible how much she is worth to a horse in the uh, country areas. All right, 1-1. One, one. Okay. 1-1. One, one. Name the trainer who made it three straight Kimberley Cup victories with Buddley Lad saluting at Broome last James. Jimmy. Jimmy. Uh, Danny Morton. Ah, that very is good. Correct. Very good. That Who are the other two? Uh, Watch me, Nene. It was uh, Stafford's Lad yep. last year, and um, oh, the name just escapes me at the moment. One t- two years ago. It was. Must uh, be Nene? No, no, I'll remember it. I'll remember it. We'll get back to that one. So it's two, one to Jimmy. Wasn't watching me, Nana. Wasn't watching me. Okay. Nana. Yeah. Okay. All right. Name the jockey trainer combination that unsuccessfully teamed up with $2.25 favourite Living the Dream in Monday's Darwin Cup. James. Right. Oh. <laughs> James. Robert Bill And? Oh, Brad Marilla. Correct. Jimmy, you've done it again. 3-1. Another comprehensive performance from the Iceman, Jimmy Stewart. Well hey, done. Man, he just he just turned it up, isn't he? Yeah. Week after week. Well well done, Jim. How, how are we feeling after that one? You did even you didn't even get out of second gear there. I'm just like a fine bottle of wine, just getting better each week. <laughs> well, he's he's just talking facts, isn't he, really, he's, our man? He Jimmy certainly <laughs> is. He certainly is. He's the uh, yeah. What's the the people have been calling you the Bob Peters of mastermind, really? So, hey, phrase. I reckon you had a dodgy, a bit of a dodgy it's line there. I heard you yeah. come down the line a little bit slow. It's been a, been a slight delay. Yeah, I, I had the last one in the bag, but uh, beat me to it, unfortunately. Yeah, well, that happens. A bit of rustiness. You said it's been about sixty episodes since we've had you on, so I reckon now uh, we have to make it. Uh, yeah, not sixty next time. I reckon. I reckon in about ten episodes, yeah. we get the phrase back. On I reckon so he can start. He can start another. Exactly. Run. Well, I, yeah. even, I think we might need to come up with a little competition. Okay. Surely, whether it's mastermind or tipping or something, so we need to get. Yeah, that's. I've just gone totally off. The road, so, <laughs> gone yeah, rogue. Yeah. So like you, Guru. Someone take um, over. <laughs> hey, uh, Fraser, mate. Thanks for. Uh, at short notice as well. Thanks for jumping on, having another go at the mastermind. We'll definitely be in touch again soon because you need uh, you need another crack at the title. Have but- you got a winner for us, Fraze, before you go? I know you don't mind your form. Uh, I'm pretty keen on a chance with no white flag on Saturday. You like no white flag. You like uh, 1,400, Jason Brand, a couple of worries, just like the way it got through the ground? Yeah, it was was pretty happy with last effort, so um, we'll reckon, back up again. I reckon yep. Fraser was on. He was on. Yeah, he was definitely week, yeah. on, yeah. yeah. Fraser said, I'm going to have a bit of the big grey. I'm going to launch into this thing. That was going to be one of the questions, wasn't it? We didn't get to yeah, it. Yeah, we didn't get that far, unfortunately. Oh, but um, That's a shame, isn't it? But, it sounded like it was right up the A-Train's alley. Yeah, yeah. I think the H-Train, <laughs> might, I think H-train might have had something on Living the Dream on uh, Monday as well, but uh, but uh, Jimmy just beat him to the punch. Jimmy, three straight, mate. I might just hold off on uh, on sending posting that. Uh, third voucher. Make sure you get one this time. Um, it's, it's, gatekeeper. <laughs> it's gatekeeper time now as well. Now, now the real old phrase is one of our big dogs. We've sent him in and you dispatched him. So yeah. now it's uh, yeah. So 
Got to line up the big names here. All right, Jimmy. Can we uh, can we get you back on on deck for a for a shot at four straight next Thursday? Yeah, well, be there. Very good, James Stewart. You are the mastermind. As I said, another one hundred dollar voucher to the Mundaring Hotel is in the mail. Thanks again to Fraser Hay, the H Train. We'll be back in touch with you again soon. And Jimmy, we'll uh, be chatting to you next Thursday. All right, guys. Thanks, boys. Thanks, fellas. The Iceman. Jimmy Stewart, so, cool, calm, collected. He, you gotta, you gotta give him that. He's very, um, yeah. No, he's he just goes bang. He's found his, uh, he's found a good little niche yeah, he's, he, he's flying. Yeah. So I reckon it's time for the double gatekeeper. I reckon. What uh, are we thinking? Well, we save. We, we can't make it a secret this time. We save Dunn for if he gets to week five. Well, it's oh, yeah. We, everyone we knows save, the game. Everyone knows the play now. Yeah, T Dunn. We say David Dunn for for uh, David Dunn, ex Blackburn Rovers midfielder. <laughs> Uh, we save him for week five. Uh, I reckon I had a beer with McManus last night. I reckon he's our man. Okay. I reckon I, he hasn't confirmed that at all, but I reckon Bradley. We oh. got to go. We got to go to Brad Bet. Okay. Get the dark. So we're gonna we can, we're gonna wrench him off. Yeah. Unhinged for for a, yeah, for a just moment. Just for five minutes. Yeah. Just yeah. for five minutes. Just to chime yeah. in. Yeah. I reckon it's got to be McManus next week. Brad McManus. So get it. I reckon you got to do the du- from now on the double gatekeeper. I reckon. But li- listening to Jimmy, that he's just he's killing it on the punt. Kalgoorlie, dominant force. He's all over the map. You've seen that three straight Caprio gift with the money just. Just like I, I just, I'm presuming we just called him and he's laying on a yacht. He's wearing, he's wearing. He's the wolf of Haddon. He's wearing ten thousand dollar, ten thousand dollar sunnies. Just got the speedos on. The Pradas. Yeah, just got the Pradas on. Yeah, just. Yeah, life's good. Life's good, life's you, good in yeah. Jimmy Stewart's world. Now, absolutely, hats off to the lad. He's uh, he's just been decisive and dominant last Certainly three weeks. Three been. nil, three one, three one, and uh, we'll see what happens when he shoots for four straight next week. All right, we'll uh, take a quick break, and we'll be back continuing our preview for Jockey Celebration Stakes Day. Okay, we're back with race five of 12. It's the Amelia Park Handicap, 2,200 metres. It was uh, originally advertised as 72 plus. It's actually a 69 plus, which is advantageous for the favourite, the Velvet Queen, because she is mm. exactly a, a 69, so squeezes in bang on the minimum here for uh, Soddercloth number seven, the Velvet Queen. It's what you like to see, isn't it, as a 69-rated galloper? Backing up after a uh, last start second, placing over a mile behind Ginger Flyer at Belmont last Saturday. Reliable Star has raced basically all winter thus far, um, lines up in these staying races week in, week out. And there's a few other sort of horses that can bob up when you least expect him, and bold success is racing consistently for the Jimmy Taylor yard. Um, is this the Velvet Queen show guru, or have you waiting, want to wait and see at her first attempt over the 22? Yeah, I, I, my, look, I, if I really liked one, to beat her, I'd happily try and back one, even each way. To, I know it's only top two, but you, you get that each way price for all of them. Um, but I don't, to be plain yeah. and to be plain and simple, I don't think that ruffies deserve to be as big a ruffies as they are. Maginica finished right alongside Reliable Star Bolt Success two starts ago. Um, then it got lost on that big bog track from an awkward gate. Forgive that, and you look at it and you go, well, Reliable Star's five bucks, Bolt Success is four eighty, and Maginica's what twenty five. Mm-hmm. Sugar Kane wasn't far from them. Sugar Kane gets Clint instead of Carberry. I think that's a big positive in mm-hmm. these conditions. He really pushes horses through them. Our Norman, what? Yeah. Wasn't this in the same race a few weeks ago and it was nine bucks? Shorter than that. 
so how come it's suddenly twenty one? Just it, forget no, Velvet Queen. Velvet Queen wasn't in it. Yeah, forget yeah. Velvet Queen though. But comparatively, that should mean Bold Success should be twelve to one as well. Mm. Don't you know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems like Al Norman. There's someone else's price this race. The who priced it last time? So Al Norman, and it will lead him. And Bold Success doesn't want to lead. The, they'll be very happy in the breeze. So yeah, if Al Norman's ready, but mm. it's very interesting. A lot of these. Um, Bold success, Crescent City, Al Norman, because of the cancellations, they haven't had a run for over 30 days, which is probably more noticeable in stayers. So it requires a good little training effort. Yes. Um, to yeah, because that, that race on the 23rd was abandoned. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I, I haven't priced this race. I knew the Velvet Queen would be even money. I, I don't really want to back against her, mm-hmm. but she's definitely not my type of bet. Um, 1600 up to 2200. They can always they can always fail doing that. So yeah. I don't know. Back, bar, some, back, bar, some, back some roughies. Bar plates are off the Velvet Queen, which is a good sign. It is, um, but when they're racing, one thing I, I, I look at, when they're racing really well, mm-hmm. do you want a noticeable gear change of that nature? Do you want a shoeing change? Yeah. yeah. Would, yeah. would you almost just prefer the shoes stay on? So. I don't know. Sometimes I think the shoeing changes did the black, are a little did bit- Did Black Shadow have model. the shoes come off last week? Uh, can't, can't I think recall. it might. There was one that the shoes came off when it was racing really well and it just didn't, yeah. So just a, yeah, there's probably, as you said, it's probably a positive, but mm-hmm. when you're racing well, it's a major change. It's like when they took the blinkers off them, you know, when they're going well, you think, what are you doing? Mm. Grow up. Yeah, Velvet so. Queen for me. I just felt the uh, the run last Saturday was very meritorious, just the way that the race shaped out. So looking at these figures here, she was – she was eight lengths from the leader at the 800-meter mark. So the field just stretched and she ended up in a position where she was – Chris had to go early to make up the ground. Ginger Flyer landed uh, – well-ridden um, by Holly, just landed in the right spot and just went bang at the right time. I felt like that is a good grounding run going up it, upwards in distance for the Velvet Queen who's had an interrupted preparation but starting to get some continuity. Um, hit the line as well as Ginger Fly, but had to sustain a longer run than what the winner did. And with this race on Saturday from two, I just just can't see them in it. You just I just can't oh, see you, them. You just, I just think you just don't know though with the staying races. Was, the tempo, I'm big on this. Yeah. Oh, I, I just you just don't know if they. And this isn't going sixteen to two. This is sixteen to two too. I was so. just I was just going to say that I can't see the tempo being in oh, a position yeah, where yeah. where she's going to have nothing but a soft softish sort of economical run. Whereas in, in whereas saying last that, you'd like, you'd like to think just got stretched. Yeah, yeah, you'd like to think that. Um, our Norman and, and I think Bold Success and Cash, they want to be going from the six. Yeah. If it is a bit of a walk, they won't want to be turning into a, a sit and sprint. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, fascinating watch. I'm with you. I, I get the feeling even if she isn't a true stay, she might just be too good on the minimum here. But we just see it time and time and time and time and time again. Horses, some horses don't stay. Yeah. Some horses just don't – they just don't have that same ability at the end of it. So, even money's too short for me. But I um, – I'm loath to back against her. If I was having a bet here, I'd honestly just back a few roughies. The roughies, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I imagine most people will be steering their, their way towards the Velvet Queen. Mm. It's going to be interesting Interesting for to see how she performs. The stable's always – they're rarely not confident, but <laughs> I think they're confident in her ability to stay. And she was she was being aimed up at the Belmont Guineas, um, Belmont Oaks, those sorts of races, and obviously the – Prep went a bit wayward there with with some issues along the way. So this is her opportunity to 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 give the connections and the stable and punters alike just to see what her profile really looks like. Even though it's unlikely to be a, a true you know true staying test, but if um, if she's going to get the the two two two, it just opens up some programming opportunities for her in this season anyway. So good podcast, yeah. The two two, the two two. <laughs> 
don't uh, don't tell the harness bloke. They'll they'll steal that one as well. <laughs> they will. <laughs> That's very good. You will learn with the Velvet Queen as yes. well because there are some reasonable stayers in this. You will actually learn if she can. Yeah, she can't just win this by default. She has to go. Okay. Yes, interesting. She gets so. caught into a, in a slugfest. Whether she can uh, yeah. has the stamina. So it wouldn't surprise me if she wins this by five. As well, mm. You know, so um, fascinating stuff. Just just not my type of bet. Need money. Fair enough. Race six is the Bernard Couch Memorial Plate. Um, a fellow Bernard. So uh, I knew there Vale, was another one out there. Vale, Mr. Couch. Um, this is in Memorial. This is in. Memorial for uh, for better couch sets, a three-year-old set weights and penalties race over the 1,200 metres. Just a quick pointer before we uh, dive into this race. Union Jack, uh, Saddlecloth number three. Goes around in Jack an hour. one goes around in an hour in the opening four-horse field at Pinjarra today. So That could be a fairly pedestrian little four-horse field, so mm-hmm. it's not impossible they go the back up here. I like the, um, the fact they've accepted and entered here because it's not that deep a two-year-old race with – couple of favourites drawing a bit awkward. So, yeah. Um, yeah, don't mind them leaving it in this field for the possibility to go again. But that's obviously why Craig is on the Great Hoyer. Yes. Rather than – and that, remember I was telling you about where there's smoke, there's fire, the yeah. Great Hoyer, and then yeah. it came out and won? Yeah, well, I found that tweet that you were yeah. talking about because I, I was I smart enough to follow it. But, and mm. I retweeted it from the uh, – from the show, just yeah. to let the uh, let the uh, listeners know that the McCormicks were sitting, setting up their own bookmaking specific Twitter account, like and they were going to be providing uh, content such as where there's smoke, there's fire, and um, within a, a day, bang, the great Hoyer's just gone bang. Mm, exactly Pete right. and Scotty were last seen just uh, yeah, skipping their way down the ledger guru style <laughs> after the great Hoyer saluted. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> Pete'd be good at yeah, just getting the shirt off, having a run down there. <laughs> That's what I'd love to see. <laughs> uh, anyway, no no real opinions here. Mm. Uh, Favourites drawn off, I, I'm not too sure. The last run of Fleur Delacour was huge. I don't know how it wins from nine. Probably goes around at 40 to one though, so that might get me for a little bit. But um, one thing I'll say that the uh, the Pierces are doing very well at the moment is dropping uh, their two-year-olds. They know have ability back to midweek maidens. Betting the shit out of them and winning like winks. Uh, we saw birds. The word was tens into three bucks, and then you could just see it so far out with hear my prayer. It was going to be the because I know that I think they have a bigger opinion of hear my prayer. Yeah, well, I think I think it might be a better horse and. You could just see it from so far out. I saw it went up 10 bucks, and I wasn't quick enough to get the 10. I had to t- settle for the five, but it just, um, yeah, the same thing happened. It was 10 to 340, I think, because McGrady, uh, not McGrady, Nucky and Sean Casey had that image, of, image, image of pro, pro and, who, uh, and he never well, refused was, to lead. That was, yeah. I actually, yeah, I was speaking to someone about that race in the morning. I said, watch this will be a shit fight because mm. Jade had and Luke had one drawn wide and then they had one and there was one underneath them. Yeah, big Divine break. Divine and Anna, yeah. Uh, and, there was, and Divine and Anna. Yeah. I said, this, this thing isn't going to get a soft lead. It's been winning its trials. Anyway, look like a hero post-race. Delete that, Jenna. Sound like a dickhead. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so they've been doing that extremely well. So whether you can come out and measure up in Saturday grade is another question, but – it's got some ability. Anyway, I've got yeah, nothing. Yeah, I don't mind, I I don't mind you, my prayer, actually, as a, as a prospect. Mm. A few of the uh, Dig Deep owners in there, Mitchie McGay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said his old man. Murray. Murray. Murray, yeah. Muzz. Yeah, shout out to uh, the McGee's, friend yeah. of the show. Mia Gusto, super impressive the other day, but uh, sort of got shuffled back. The cutaway came, but, geez, it launched. Ooh. Cutaway was worth lengths. Cutaway was hot, yeah. So important to remember. Yeah. But it did launch, yes. Very impressive. Different, uh, different race from 11. And 
Janela, Janela, uh, like the way they did, found the found the line over the thousand behind Revit up. Pretty that was before. heartbreaking. Yeah. had the three forty Revit up and a little bit on Brad's price. Meeting abandoned, so I launched into Janela instead. Yeah. Revit up doesn't get the lead. Janela storming through. I thought we are in. Yeah, Revit up. That was a really good win. Revit up. It was a good win, wasn't really it? Something different. Yeah, yeah, that was a Murray. Yeah, yeah. that was a Simon. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what do you think of the run of Uncle Jared? Gerard, good. on debut. It's good lot runner. to learn. Yeah, mm. lot to learn. I just worry. Like, yeah, Tash, Jason. It's a, Even in its trials, it was just a bit, yep. bit wonky, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Everything goes right and it probably wins just about, but uh, the chance of everything going right are pretty slim. <laughs> and the top weight is um, Invisible String, which is two from two. I've uh, been well placed in those um, 100%. Those, this is those northern maidens. So 12, this is 12 million lengths harder. Yeah. It's a $50 pop here. $50 pop. Last time I said that, it was uh, uh, was that Tony Swords? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Metal, not Metal, wasn't Metal? Although, geez, I wish uh, I wish the Guru Metal, was yeah, a bookmaker. Which, <laughs> oh, I can't think of its name. Jay wrote it. It was Metalon, wasn't it? Metalon, yeah, it was Metalon. Yeah, Metalon, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a. I mean, if you if you obviously the the market will gravitate to the two Durant horses, Mia Gusto and Janella, understandably. I actually thought when when you were talking about the cutaway being hot and the middle of the track being a bit off. I think that makes the last start performance of Fly Away Home quite meritorious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took off a long way from home. I think Chris Chris Parnham tried to tack on the three wide line. He got flush and he decided just to keep rolling. But in that moment, end up getting pushed, you know, three, four, five wide on straightening and loomed like the winner and just just sort of popped late. But the that was the mere gusto race and uh uh, Uncle Jared as well, and then both those horses were sort of held up along the fence and got the cutaway and went bang. Mm-hmm. So, Flyaway Home sort of spent his tickets mid race and perhaps uh, smothered from five. I wouldn't be surprised to see a bit of a peak here from from Flyaway Home second up. I thought there were that run. Would uh, will bring him forward. So uh, looks just just on the surface. I haven't really deep dived this yeah. race to be honest with you. Just on the surface from the draw, very trustworthy trainer jockey combo. It looks a good each way bet. Yeah. Just on a you know what I mean. Just a surface play. Yeah, it, it looks a good each way. And, and if you like if you like Mia Gusto and Uncle Gerard, for example, they both got that cut away. Whereas yeah. Flyaway Home was the one who went early, went around him, and then just got bogged down in the inferior going mm-hmm. at that stage of the day. So might be might be a horse to sort of to focus on. And an each way quote. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah, wouldn't mind having a deeper dive of that later. The Savo. Um, yeah, I'll throw out Fleur Delacour each way. Bet fair like that's great. Any price. Yeah. Do watch this last run? Uh, I think I missed. Not closer. It. Yeah, <laughs> that's not, not one I got enough. to, Terry. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't too bad. What was so good about it? Uh, uh, Nucky never really got stuck in to win this race. Is going to need a three wide line, but there's a chance me and Gusto. I don't know. Is in that three wide line and yep. might be chopping it up in that three wide line. So, a uh, lot needs to go right. But we'll, I dare say that 20 bucks at the moment will only go upwards. Fair enough. Betfair, late. Race seven is the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap. This is a uh, this is a zero Metro win last year race over the 1,000 metres. We've got 12 runners here. So, there's uh, – and it's – Kind of a tricky little race to decipher, to tell you the truth. So, Glasgow Glasgow girls racing really, really well for um, for Brad Graham this prep. Uh, Sokoff was was hard in the market in a stronger race the other day. Didn't get around the turn. Will she? Will, will Sokoff get around the turn? Uh, noted sort of Pinjarra straight one thousand meter horse and um, some heavy hitters involved in the Forest War ownership. 
So I wonder if Forrest, yeah, Forrest Walk can put its uh, best hoof forward coming 1,200, 1200 back to 1,000. It's preferred there. And obviously, Born to Rule from uh, Durant, CJP, uh, resumes the likely leader. So there's a, there's a few ways to go in this particular race. I thought it was a really nice setup for Forest War, though. Um, back well, to the 1,000? Back to the 1,000. Last start, um, if the... Two starts ago in the uh, in the thousand one by Thomas Magnum settled in the back half rattled um, rattled first up behind no white flag at a thousand ran affected as well that was no white flag sneaky chance I think beads might have been in that race as well um, state of power so all the form was there and then last start it went to the twelve hundred got quite a fair way out of its ground with Taj Dyson on board and sort of got home along the fence so. Forest War from four, Jason Brown back in the saddle. Uh, I think this could be uh, this could be Forest War's race. Celebrations, you reckon? Oh, we Brit- got Brittany Taylor, Kate McKenzie. Where's Where's Cameron? Be Is Kev. Just, these are just the guys I know. Taylor Cortland, Kevin Evans, Taylor Cortland. Wow, dearie Mason. Yeah, the tab radio some heavy hitters up there. And about if, yeah, if, uh, Forest War can get the chocolates, that's for sure. Yeah, there'll be some um, Taylor. What are they called? What's, what's the property called in Bullsbrook? They have a name for it. Yeah, I don't know. What's the after? They've got to have a name for that. A dessert, the fly, flying a name. Raw Lodge or something. Yeah, they, <laughs> oh, I was getting yeah, the Flying Raw Lodge. That's the horse I was trying to think of. I wasn't even listening. Uh, dearie me. Uh, no, that's what Lockie calls his house, I think. Or one, one of his four houses. Yeah, the, this one's Flying Raw. This one's... What other horses have I lost it? Um, oh, my market looks a lot different to this one. Um, I'm taking on Born to Rule. I just think it didn't come back last prep. Not sure where it's at as a racehorse. Um, Sockoff can lead, I think, if it jumps and gets out the gate. Uh, I think it'll go really well in the wet as well. So it's one to keep an eye on. It could win the race by a few if it finds the front. Mm-hmm. Um, requisition hates the track distance. It's just not a – no, not the distance. Sorry, hates the track and isn't really a Belmont horse. But you have to respect just the setup in how it's going. I think it's been kept fresh. For this particular reason, Storm Commander. It's interesting now. These three-year-old sock off Storm Commander, yeah. Ultimate Command, can now race in these West Speed Platinum races. I think that's got to be the best form lines. Um, the West Speed Platinum races are pretty thin. Skipping digits too. Skipping digits is complete unknown. Yes. Um, yeah. So I don't look. I think you're you're best off focusing on the. Um, how big was Lads Go Girls run actually? Just a change of pace here. Last start, ridden cold. Yeah. Um, interesting to see how they go about it here. You'd always think over the thousand. You just don't try and be cute. You sit three, three deep, no cover. Yeah, just go that's, around what was, them, you know? that's what I was thinking. What, so. what, did she get back because the start? She like missed it, it and then yeah. she rode it a bit cuter. And mm. yeah, it's understandable. You don't want to try and circle them, but it, it, it. I'm surprised there wasn't some questions raised. Astro Warrior was backed off the map, and in yep. all fairness, I think I was about four bucks and ended up just trading three seventy. So. Maybe just got to its right price, but there was three other leaders and none of them really wanted to go to the top. And mm-hmm. Astro Warrior, it's one of those ones, you know, I don't think anything untoward occurred. It just didn't look. It's not a, when a horse gets hammered yeah. and then it gets an unexpected super soft lead on a track where you want to probably be there. It just, you know, how it looks. It doesn't look good. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's a very open race, this one, BJ. It's a toughie. Yeah. Well, just what's your market? I was super wide because, I, yeah, obviously. It's a, yeah, as you said, it's a tricky affair. I was like six dollars a field basically. Forest mm. War, Storm Commander, Born to Rule. They were my three market leaders. Six dollars, six dollars across the board. But the what are we looking at here? So we've got Born to Rule, sort of mid fours. Storm Commander, five ish. Forest War. So yeah, for me, for me, Forest War 
Forest War is going to be my selection and it's mm-hmm. going to be my my bet. Yeah. Um, I'm all aboard the the tab radio train with uh, with Forest War. Back to the thousand. Jimmy Taylor, Jason Brown, makes sense. It does make sense, doesn't mm. it? I think his his best form is if if I uh, can tap into a little bit of that on. Oh, Saturday he's wobbled out it. So yeah. last last I looked, he was six bucks. Had mm-hmm. to seven fifty across the board now. Yep. So yeah, yeah. No, I think so. And. Um, yeah, look, I, I think it's it's a good race to have a bet in with Borna Rule being four forty. Yeah, think, I think and skipping digits five fifty. I'm not big on taking on Adam all that often, but um, I think this is a race you can look to take. I, those two on. I they, agree. They beat you. They they beat you. They beat you. I agree. If they beat you, that's just, that's just so too be it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think you make uh, you make a good point there. Those horses four forty, five fifty, basically gives uh, gives you a little bit of juice in something else if you like it. So exactly right. All right, market could change drastically as well because they might not be popular. The Durant horses? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Race eight is the congratulations Lacta Romoli leading apprentice in 21-22 handicap. That's a, uh, that's a handful, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Jeez. It's a long race name. Anyway, congratulations Lacta. What a season he had out yeah. his claim. Um, he should keep getting heaps of rides too. Yeah, yeah. Lacta. And almost to be honest with you, with Forest War, and, and no offence to Jace, I love Jace and the leader, but um, I love Lacta on that type of horse. I'd be real keen, I think, if that was Lacta with no claim. I, I love him on that type of horse, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're not probably as big as me in that sense, positively was. Positively was? I don't know if that's English, but um, yeah, well done, Lacta. Yeah, well done, Lacta. <laughs> that's where I'm going. I, I yeah, I think it's a tr- tremendous story for uh, for Lacta. And I've the, just potted uh, Lacta on your behalf, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, no, Lacta. From a punning point of view, me and Lacta haven't always seen eye to eye, but that's okay. I've had a few moments. <laughs> had a few moments, but that's uh, that's part of the course. Um, so yeah, anyway, he's went leading apprentice, huge performance uh, from our man Lucky Lacta, Rails Romoli, as you coined him Even early. Is, yeah. he st- is he still getting up on the rails or is he? Yeah, he loves it. Yeah, yeah loves big it. Big fan. Yeah, big uh, fan. All right, so another Mauritian-born apprentice, Brandon Louis, rides the favourite here, Fanta, going for three straight for the uh, for his uh, bosses, Chris and Michael Gan, Jimmy. Fanta, you, of course, has returned with gone bang, bang, two from two this prep. Tell um, you what, I give him a little, a little whack. Mm-hmm. And um, just a little one, just a little one. <laughs> he's still, I don't think he's still um, ridden a winner further back than fourth. That's all I will say. But uh, tell you what, the horses that he's getting cover and landing in sort of third and fourth on his riding him a dream. They're getting mm. he's getting him to settle, he's pulling him out. And credit where credit's due, I was, yeah, I was fairly critical of the way he was riding, and um, and I was pretty happy taking him on consistently. And his manager is pretty happy to remind me of that every time he rides a winner, I get a little text from Michael Heaton, yes. Um, but he's, yeah, I've got. I've got, I've got faith and trust in, in how he's in how he's riding, especially that type of horse. It can land somewhere near the speed, um, get it out and going. He's got a good whip action, so yeah, my uh, his tail, ar- his, tail's between my legs a little bit. His ROI would be enormous oh. after strictly cash, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and keepers drink and yeah. down at, down at <laughs> Um Anyway, it does look a race. Fanta. I think I think, um, I think Fanta's under the odds here mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons. Um, Firstly, uh, I was wondering where Spotty was going. He's just nestled himself on the couch in the cold weather. He just gets nice and the comfy. Le- the legend. Uh, firstly, Fanta, um, 
We don't know how it'll go on these conditions. It's a little bit of an unknown. Uh, usually the right part of the track to be on is probably leading and grinding away. So that's a that's a positive. But um, did only fall in last start, but that form has really added up yeah. with Flying Missile and Ginger Flyer coming out and, and both winning since. But there's just little weight swings against. There's a really nice horse in the breeze called Multinational. Yeah. I think it's up in grade and it's one I'm happy to take on at that price. I think it's a little bit under the odds. Um, but Blow Me Out gets a really nice map swing on it as well. Um, it was arguably a better run against Patton, slow speed. It's last to, you know, it's flying. Uh, if I had more faith, even, in, if I had more the, faith in the Brett Pope yard, I'd be, you know, you'd be super keen. Even three back, the run behind Billy Ray was excellent, I thought. Yep. Yep. So this horse is, and it always had a bit of spruik about it, and it might just really be getting along A well with Sean O'Donnell and, mm -hmm. and putting it all together. So if it holds its form, it goes close. Regal Magic's only won four races in its career. Its average SP when it wins is 20 to 1, and it's it's just underrated. It's just <laughs> like that, that run, last the, that run the other day against good horses, McCanto and – uh, Gunmetal Grey and have you seen horses do that? No, that's that was, the thing. That was the type of that was run super rare, where super you're like, rare. I, I remember we backed all day session with a similar type of run last year. It's just sort of the run where you're like, well, don't think it matters too much where you go next. You should just win. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, in saying that, it's it's founders. Difficult to set up as you want. Mm -hmm. Small field suits, but it will have to go back to last from the from the gate. I think would be the smart option to go back to last and just try and get the right card into it. Hope it works out. But you've got to A, catch a strong leader, B, catch a strong breeze horse, C, catch blow me outs in the one one, catch a really strong horse in the one one. So you've got the three best horses you need to catch, you're going to be giving good head starts to. So you could run a cracker and just simply just be too far back. So yeah, yeah good race. I don't really want to be on Fanta, even though it's the obvious largest winning percentage chance of uh, victory. So I just have to be on. I have to be on Regal Magic. I'm just hoping that the the map situation which you're speaking of leads to Betfair late sort of price adjustment. But that's I don't thing. know. I don't know. If, you, that's if you're not, I don't think you need to dive into the six bucks or no. at the moment. So yeah. what what you I can was, do if you are going back? I was back. thinking like. I, if I could get nine dollars, that would be that would suit me. Well, if Fanta stays hard in the market, I mean, you, I'm pretty was a great. Well, I don't like the Westfield Platinum form, but all I'm saying is, if it's ten bucks, it's you know it could be semi popular. But one thing you can look at with Regal Magic as well is um, are they making any ground? Yeah, well? so that's another positive with with waiting for Betfair for this one. But um, yeah, there's enough horses, even though it's a small field. There's enough horses in the race, even blazing away. Yeah, is, is it? It's a yeah. nice horse on a wet deck. Harvey goes on. Uh, obviously, he's the the money jockey for that yard. You, you'd expect it's going to start shorter than fourteen dollars. Second up you know? as well. So yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I, I and it's it's very winnable. So um, the market has to give somewhere. If anyone hasn't caught the Regal Magic replay, just go and check it out. It was it's ultra rare. You see even its previous win do that and and finish as well as it did. It was incredible stuff. Mm -hmm. it, it's yeah, you're right. It's previous win. Even its um, first up run, first up run over the thousand. Yep, yep. So uh, seven year old mare to be racing this well is um, good job by Ted is something else so yeah I, if I can get a bit more juice or a bit more meat on the bone there with Regal Magic that'll do me I think yeah and it's I mean probably say it's best true at this stage of its career is 1400 as well so those first three runs were 1012-12 so yeah great 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 race big worry Regal Magic for me is just um, can it catch those front three but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't begrudge you backing any of the four and I wouldn't even begrudge you backing. I'm $13 blazing away myself, so I'm not going down that path, but I reckon that $13, $14 yeah. currently will look pretty good by the time they jump. I, you, yeah, get the feeling, you get the feeling blazing away is in for a good winning prep. 
Yeah. Just like old. some of those runs last. And that, like, you go, I mean, he fell he, in against Chilius Holt with that really good run. You Chilius Holt's a really good horse. Awesome. You know, it doesn't yeah. know how to win too many, but it's a really nice, consistent 72 plus, you know. So, yeah, well, he was effective mile 18, 21. So, there's plenty of programming options there for blazing away this group. Mm-hmm. So, um, some of those runs with Christy Bennett on the last campaign yeah. were, were huge. And, um, yeah, it should really derive the benefit from, from, Pontiff going on board. So wouldn't surprise me if we see a bit of a position of power move um, like we did a fortnight ago okay. with Blazing Away. Didn't really give much there. Just spoke too much. Race nine. Pretty standard stuff. Congratulations, Chrissy Parnham. Chrissy Parnham, well done. Leading jockey. Again. 21-22. I love on the Twitter. Someone potted him for one of his rides when he just he just like – you know, just thanked everyone. I was like, come on, mate. Like, like, <laughs> well, it is, it is thanking everyone for the season that he had. Yeah, just like thanking owners and everyone, you know, yeah. just a little. Nice and someone post. whacked him. Yeah, someone gave him a little pot. I was like, come on, mate. <laughs> Deary me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How good's Twitter like, yeah. for, for and that? They potted him. I think it was like, let the rider, let's gallivant. I was like, what do you want him to do from barrier 12? Like, <laughs> deary me. Like, three wide, no cover was the most likely spot anyway. Was it like James zero one one say, two two five five nine six or something? Yeah, like I can't say much. Again. Like I was a geez, a twenty year old Terry was an absolute dickhead. So. <laughs> yeah, you can look back at. Uh, look at you. At least now, you can. At least you can put your hand up though. That's the most important thing. So in you. saying that, a thirty five year old Terry still a dickhead. So <laughs> just just slightly less offensive. <laughs> yeah, Chris Parnham and his manager Scotty Embry had a uh, massive season. Yeah, huge winner after winner. Um, We're not giving Scotty any credit, though, are we? The one one's own, surely not. Well, well, we, you got to keep him sweet, Scotty. Yeah. We might need him for mastermind duties again sometime. Yeah, soon. we might do. Um, so yeah, but yeah, just another Metropolitan Jockeys Premiership two in a row there for Chrissy Parnham, uh, William Pike out, Chris Parnham in. Who's your early tip this season? Parnham again. Really? Yeah. Not PCJ. Yeah. I, moved, I moved the P yeah. to the first letter. Nah, it's going to be going to be terrific, isn't it? <laughs> Metropolitan Racing. Who who's who finished third in the Premiership? Metro. Would that have been who who did finish who did third? Finish third. Pike probably. Yeah, he would have still. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You're Pike, right. Yeah. yeah, who finished fourth in? Yeah, maybe Lacta. Lacta. Paddy. Brad. Brad missed Brad, a fair bit of riding, but he I mean. ended up getting getting going late. Did Brad? So they took the premierships down off Racing Australia. So I can't mm-hmm. can't reference it at the moment. But yeah, uh, Chris Barnum for me on top narrowly. But right. CJP. Did you see the race Northern? Must have been, might have been while you were away. The zero is it zero consequences where CJP and. The Pontiff went stride for stride for the last 200 metres at Northern. I was trying to – I trumpeted that race earlier, if you – Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I was but, actually on the plane. Just, I was yeah, on the plane, so I put, the, me, I put me about on before. And the, I took the CJP, the there. strength of CJP uh, against the, the Pont there, who's a renowned yep. muscle man in the saddle, like it was something to behold, actually. Mm. So uh, Clint's young Clint, – uh, they're both young – Jockeys um, mid twenties, I think uh, mid early twenties. Chris and Clint, so they're only going to get better with more more seasons. Exactly right. Go. So they're going to dominate WA racing for a long period of time. They are the lamplighters. Oh, I yeah, I'm still crossing everything that Pikey's back at some point, and the three of them go head to head because it's uh, the the more quality jocks we have, the more I enjoy it as a punter. The more trust you have, you, if you ever back one of those two, you feel pretty confident you're going to um, be given the chance. Yeah, the wizard's just killing it over us at the moment, so mm. I'm not sure whether we're going to be lucky enough to get him back anytime soon. But um, you never know. This is a uh, this is a funny old race, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty ordinary. I think one thing that struck me with this market, BJ, was 
that, well, it's actually drifted now, but a horse like Show Waddy Waddy, mm-hmm. who's now with Brock Luthwaite, um, opened up single figures. Yeah. And to me, that just said, oh, this, this, this ain't good. Oh, look at the success play money. Mm. I hadn't seen that. Success play. I will say, I think success play can win this. That's, yeah, I agree. I think it can definitely win this. I think too many starts, it was forced into leader or breeze horse. And I think it's a far better. I think it's a. It's one of those very simplistic horses. It's one of those horses that needs that little bit of cover. Like it's no superstar. It needs that little bit of cover and needs to produce into the race at the right time. But, um, but also- Stevie, like, Steve Parnham rides those horses better than anyone just about like the playing God type setup. The But also these, it's been racing in um, better races than this throughout its whole career. It has been, yeah. yeah. I do think success plays a battler, and yeah. I think Steve will have to give it a 10 out of 10 present at the right time. If it wins, it wins by lip. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I think that the toppy's got the most potential. I think the toppy can land closer. I think, I think it, in, in these conditions, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to beat. And I think Brandon can put that in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Um, Coley goes super for Joey as a party. They seem to get on better um, than Coley does with any other hoop in. Uh, in WA, how it goes on the wet tracks, it's up for debate. I tried to do a bit of research into its um, wet track form over east. I, it's hard for me because I have no real base of the over east form. Very interesting runner though here is a horse that most people will give up on and it will wobble out the door big time. Number three, awesome chatter, BJ. Yeah. In its career, hang on, I've written this down. Let me get it up. It's um, In its career, it's led um, – I haven't got it in front of me. I think it's four times, led or breezed, and it's run – and they've all been extremely competitive, I think first or second at all outings. I just think it's a far better horse when able to dictate a race. Um, and it, this is the only leader here. So I think from that gate, they're going to be forced into leading. I think from the front, it gives a big kick. And yeah, and if the conditions suit in a race where there's a lot of ordinary horses and, and the, the good sitting sprinters maybe don't get the right run into it or whatnot, it, it, can, it can potentially just not be caught from the top so um it's the right setup for awesome chatter i just yeah. i just don't know how good awesome chatter is to be honest but for me it was a real race where there was just there was just some crap like costa del santo's gonna win another one maybe i just think it's doing too much wrong yeah. i just i just find it hard to it's back and especially at six bucks i don't think like it's a price i can take about costa del santo like, last run was huge but drops, from two what's it gonna be kilos, what's gonna be for the fence yeah are you going to win from four of the fence? I don't know. So, but I just look at it and see, like Mickey Blue Eyes, I don't doesn't get through the ground. It might be scratched if they can find a dry track next week, which they probably can't. Show what you what you eleven bucks, dearie me. Um, even like, yeah, forty nine or seventeen from the widest gate. It tells you a bit about this race. So, one of the favourites. Bought for nine. Abort mission. Uh, I, I couldn't really. Good money. Success play in the early bit though. Someone, success play was someone's my, had twelve dollars on success it. Success play is my market leader for. 450 for success play, little flirt 550, awesome chatter, Costa del Santo 750, but low confidence race for me. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. All right. Race 10. Well, you don't mind one here as well. You're giving me a little heads up early here. (laughs) You're giving me a little heads up. Congratulations, Adam Durant. Durant. Durant? Durant. Durant. Adam Durant. uh, French. Leading. Leading trainer uh, last season handicap. Congratulations, Adam and the big big team. Uh, I think they featured in the um, very heavily in the national jockey uh, national trainers premiership as well. Huge season there for uh, for Adam and the, uh, the Durant Racing operation. So good operation, smart operation, smart taking advantage of um, some good horses in the in the country as well, going and picking up the checks. The, a lot of those prize money is not too much different to what it is midweek. Um, 
And yeah, just uh, he, I think the best thing they've done though is they, even when Pikey was available and could have ridden for them, they stuck with Clint when mm -hmm. he didn't have the profile he does now. And um, Adam obviously saw something in him and the team saw something in him pretty early. They thought, no, he's going to be that a big dog. And one thing it looks to me is like Clint's an extremely loyal man in that sense. He'll ride for Adam even if he can get a um, a better mount. And it's it's a great combination. So um, good job, team. Good job. To, yeah, they, geez, they clocked up some Ks last mm. season, didn't they? They went, uh, went everywhere trying to maximise returns for their – for the owners and uh, Geraldton and Albany. They How many trips do you reckon Adam did himself? <laughs> unless you could get there, unless you could get there by boat. boat. <laughs> he wasn't interested. But yeah, he's got a, yeah. So anyway, they deserve all their success. Hard work is big operation and um, massive investors in the industry and another um, Metropolitan Trainers Premiership there for Adam Durant. So mm. congrats. So uh, actually Adam's got a runner in this race, could win his own race, yeah. They would have planned that, I reckon, reckon? to make sure Adam and Chris had one in his and surely that would have been part of the thinking. Lactar's got one in his. Zero consequence for the Durant Yard trying to win his own race. Last start, we uh, we were both pretty keen on Catalpa and just got there by a breath. Um, thanks to the pont up along the fence there. Loses the pont, Taj Dyson. Just on looks a lay, doesn't it? Yeah. I love having a great result in a horse. I, by the way, very bit filthy about that. I had a good chunk of $9 locked in, had to end up taking 480 But as, uh, who was it? Well, a few people pointed out to be Cripper, I think it was one of them. He said, does it win without the cutaway? And I said, yeah. probably not, you know, mm. probably not. So maybe we took the significantly lower price, but maybe that's why we got the result. So we'll, we'll cop that one. We'll cop that one. I like to be angry though, so mm. I'll probably just remain angry. But it looks a lay here just on the surface. Pontetage, um for a horse that did get the right run does look – this isn't deep, but it just looks a little bit under the odds okay. to me. I found – when I did this race, I, I found it too hard to marry up the form lines and I didn't – it's not a race I got too – I just wanted to see the market and see if something appealed. Yeah. Um, and I think I've got a, yeah, a similar mindset to you here. Right. So my take on this race was a bit like you. I was I was looking around Catelpa. I was looking a little bit around Mahalio uh, from, mm. from Nine's going to get Chris back. Chris not on either. Chris, no, Chris Parnham. Um, mm. Accelerates in the race, which is interesting. Um, first up for Ash Maley. Sure. Uh, How's it? 556 bucks. Yeah. It's a stayer, isn't it? So hopefully they're going to go forward and, and set a clip. But I am warming to a horse by the name of Secret Statue, formerly uh, of the Cerise and White Bob Peters uh, Brigade. Secret Statues had, um, where are we? Just bear with me for one moment. Is now with Stephen Reid, um, brother of Phil? Mark, oh. son of Mike, and uh, harness uh, trainer driver in his own right is Stephen Reid. He's had two starts for, for Stephen, has Secret Statue of First up fourth behind Cold Chisel and Multinational. Uh, really, really good effort there for Tash Faithful. And then second up with Luke Campbell on board. Check out the replay. Had no luck at a crucial stage. Was basically dragged back through the field. Would you call um, it a shit show? It was a shit show, yeah. yeah. So, and then if you, if you look at the sectional data as well as the, uh, the vision, you can just see it working home late the last 200. Uh, it was beaten over six lengths in that Ollie's Choice race there. However, 
my opinion is had uh, a bit of trouble free, I think you would find that secret statue would have finished top three in that race. Um, goes Ollie's choice, nice horse. Too. Goes, yes, Brock Luthwaite doing a- Should be racing Saturdays with these type of fields, I don't know. I think he's wasting some points midweek. Anyway, Luke Campbell, apprentice, inexperienced apprentice off. Tash Faithful on from four, third up uh, for the new camp. I reckon this is the day that we might get something out of Secret Statue. First up, split Cold Chisel and not split Cold Chisel, split yeah, in fourth, split False Statement and Astro Warrior. Yes. Third and fifth, they both start very close to favour in this, you would suspect. That was over an unsuitable 1,200, as you said, got knocked over when travelling. Uh, at Pinjara, a bit of money around for that day, I think, early as well. Mm -hmm. And then um, you'd think, A, the rise to the mile, big tick. It's now got three runs under its belt, one of those being a trial, and it's a former Bob Peters horse. They can all swim. They just seem to be out all swim. So lots of box ticking. Um, happy to back Tash. I think I feel yeah. like she's still in the city, probably not given. And it's fair enough, she isn't riding many city winners at this point in time. I'm glad she's getting a good a good handful of opportunities because she deserves them from what she's doing in the country. Um, but, yeah, I, again, I didn't mark this race, but I just looked at it and I thought that looks considerably over the odds to me um, in a um, in a pretty thin affair. Yeah, last preparation ran fourth behind God has chosen in Berra and Beret at Ascot over mm -hmm. 14, ran fourth one big screen and speed dream over a mile at Ascot. Admittedly, that was the three and white days. But, uh, yeah, I feel as though Secret Statue, that run, I was just like, oh, okay, that was interesting. The and coming off that first up run, third up, ready to go up to the mile, good draw. I think this is it for a Secret Statue. Yeah, it's just a it's just a thin little race. Mm. We're, we're we're both pretty happy taking on Catalpa. And yep. It's it's the head of the market. Mahalio's going super, but yep. it's drawn wide um, with the right run into the race. It's obviously the one. It's probably deserved a favoritism. Accelerate. I'm going to take on every day of the week. Zero consequence. Get a good read. I'm going to watch uh, positive impact in the last today at mm -hmm. Northam Pinjara. Where are they racing today, BJ Pinjara? That'll give you a really good read um, in regards to that form line. That's like a real direct form line. Um, the first part about that form line is though Harvey has jumped off positive impact to ride something else. So maybe mm. that doesn't do much for the form line. But um, and then a yeah, conquered zone. Is it just a fresh horse? Maybe uh, Mister yeah. Man Walker. Yeah. I just. I've sacked it completely. It'll win one, but yeah. I, I just not going to try and find it when it's going to win it. And then Skedder's drawn wide and decoy noxious. Tell you what, if any trainer can get one to win fresh <laughs> yeah, off 220 days, it's yeah. somebody. And this horse has won fresh at a mile in the past. So anyway, I'm with you. Super statue? Yeah, I'll have something on you. Stephen Reid looking to <laughs> record his first victory as a thoroughbred horse trainer. So mm. That good would luck. certainly bring a smile to the dial. So good luck, Stephen Tash and the Secret Statue, because the lads are keen. All right. It's the feature of the day, the Jockey Celebration Day. So the Jockey Celebration Day stakes, $100,000 race over the 1400 And um, oh, look who's engaged. The 1-1 one, one pin-up boy, dig deep, did that and won. He is back racing in the uh, Celebration Day stakes. Lucy Wark on board, 59.5, number one saddlecloth. Guru, are you going to be out there on Saturday to cheer on the champ? Yeah, well, I think I think it's pretty winnable, so I will get out there and uh, give him a give him a pat. Mm. Wish him all the best, but uh, yeah, no, I think it's a nice, it's a nice setup. You're going to be um, delivering instructions to to Lucy. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, I, I do think the one one just about is on offer for us here. To be honest okay. with you, we're jumping really well, so I, I don't want to see us bustled out to to land there. But um, yeah, even if we land three pairs back, I think 
Yeah, I think we've got the best turn of foot in the race. Uh, if Delworth, the real talent where Cummins got the best turn of foot in the race, but I'm going to ask about you about that horse mm-hmm. in a moment. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, it's a funny race. I, I just, I just feel like there's a bit of a market. The market's gone to form ratings horses. I mean, yeah. well, where, where are these, where are these horses at? Ginger Flyer and Savage One. Savage One's not going to be able to cross no white flag. No chance. Um, well, I don't know. Like, are they at the head of this market? Is that how you'd have it? The Spruker. I, I, I was going to. Spruker's your favourite. I wanted to run this past you. Like I, I was on the Spruker and Hot Z in the um, what was that race the other day? The Bolton. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither of them won. However, I was happy to take the price. I did the Spruker, and then when I saw the odds last night for. This particular race, I was like, I thought I was missing something um, with the Spruker being behind No White Flag, behind Ginger Flyer and behind Savage One. In the- I think the market's just really skewed to winning form, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I, th- I think the, the Sean McGrady back on, I up to the 1,400 as well for the Spruker. The other day he just didn't step and um, ended up in a pretty horrible position, and just got, the race he just got dictated to. He was in never the, in the race. Yeah. He, just, he just wasn't wasn't a good setup for him. Mm-hmm. I actually feel as though if Sean comes across with Savage One, the one one is on offer for the Spruce. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's, I agree. If, if he begins. And Blind uh, is the key horse for the right because Blind has jumped really well in its trial. If it kicks mm. up and holds it back a no white flag, then there's not a spot for both of them and for Dig and the Spruker. And but in saying that, because there is quite a bit of speed in this, yeah. Um, and Savage One and No White Flag will probably Ging- go along reasonable. And Ginger Flyer want to be there as well. Ginger Flyer will be right behind him. So if well, I, you think Ginger Flyer crosses blind and gets to the back of no white flag, yeah. but Blinder began that well and Ginger Flyer didn't begin that well, but it's not an impossibility that. Um, yeah, the Spruker and Dig Deep could end up the third pair, which is fine. Trying to overanalyze the map too deeply was unnecessary, but the one thing to look at was that no white flag will still want to run along. I don't yeah. think Jason will want to reef him. Um, I hope it does because I think that'll harm its chances. Yeah, I agree. Um, but there should be enough speed in this for all of them to get a spot, I think. Yes. I don't yeah. think it'll be a walk where it's hard to get in. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's a very um, – I'm I just think the, the market's what? not how I have my market. Let's just say that. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to remember what price. I think I took $4 a spruker in the Bolton. Yeah, I got smashed late. Absolutely. And he's, well, it's, um, it's a better horse at 1400 It's four lengths better with Sean McGrady on. Yeah. Um, it's one of those big ones where you oh, – I almost recommend not watching the horse. Just was, don't watch the he was coming off. He was coming off 28 days as well, yep. which was a programming thing because Steve didn't want to go back to the 1,000 the bol- of the Bofine. So mm-hmm. 28 days, I think. Cobwebs out in the Bolton up to the 14. Positive um, positivity from Sean McGrady early can land in a spot. And it doesn't, even if it doesn't jump and it isn't positive and it does land in sixth or seventh with cover, it can, still, yeah. I think that's still okay. Yeah, I still think it's okay as well. Like how, how much – So can so can is, Savage One breeze and win? Maybe. Yeah. But I never want to ride off an Adam Durant runner, but it's down in trip off 21 days and it's, not, it's been given a few of these races. Yeah. Like it's been handed soft leads in – in yeah, it's been given a few races. Yeah. It can beat me. Ginger Fly can beat me. Three dollars seventy. Like I'm, I'm pretty convinced. Dig deep in the Spruker. Well, like four and four and a half, was, five was and a half. They're, they're Ginger Fly was a good the gap win. should be more. Than Ginger Fly was a good winner last, but last Saturday. Even that race was just set up perfectly yeah. for her, wasn't it? Yeah. So the one that um, could just come out and blouse him is obviously no white flag. Yes. I mean, yeah. again, Jason going on. It's 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 a. Uh, I highly recommend reading. Um, I saw Scotty Emery's uh, little write-up for this race. It's good stuff on the uh, – he tipped deep, actually, on mm. the um, 
uh, on Tab Touch. Tab Touch. Yeah, it's uh, quite funny what he wrote about No White Flag. A bit like a, it's a bit like a box of chocolates. Um, but <laughs> just for a new rider, it can be a hard horse to ride. So that's something I'm definitely wary about. And the 1400 is obviously on its limits. But the way it got through the ground last week, if it does get the 14, like, like that, that's the type of run from a front runner that suggests it can can win again. So yeah, I think, I think it's six wins, five with Sean McGrady in the saddle and one with Paul Harvey, I think, mm -hmm. for No White Flag. So Jason Brown gets a leg up here. As, uh, great short, great short, pick up ride for Jason. Sean McGrady's riding Spruker. So, um, that's a big pointer on its own as well. Mm. You know, Sean jumping off um, No White Flag, right? That's a good good little push as well. So well, I, marked, I had to I had to mark Spruker favourite. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. So he sort of looks the way to go for me, um, especially I had – I was sort of more like $5.56 $6 for Ginger Flyer, Savage One, No White Flag type thing. So um, what price do you have, Spruker? Uh, four bucks. Yeah. And I – yeah, I could have been shorter, I was four, to be honest. I, I was 4 20 myself. So. Yeah. yeah. I could have probably been at even a little bit shorter price. You dig deep? $9 dig deep. Mm, that's a bit of disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> Um, tell them we're coming, BJ. Tell me about. Uh, tell me about. Tell them we're coming. What's uh, What's going on? Little freshen up. Are they? Is there been a problem found? Are we confident we're going to see the best horse? Because uh, this is a this is a, the right race. Same as like for Dig Deep, it's very hard. You don't want to go to seventy eight pluses. You get too much. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go to the ninety plus because you're, oh, you're that good. You know, wait for age isn't suitable. Tell them we're coming in a very similar boat. Well, tell them we're coming. If you he sort of had a bit of a he had a. Interrupted preparation leading into those the Belmont Sprint, Hyperion, Strickland. But if you watch the Belmont Sprint and the Hyperion, he just had no luck and was they were just it was just a tough watch, even though they were beaten long margins. But it was it was just a tough watch on both occasions. And even in the Strickland, he there were some real nice signs late the last two hundred with Paddy Carberry on board that day. And Dan, I know Dan Morton was particularly happy with with that run. the The aim of the game was to give him a slight freshen up, and instead of attacking the Hannons this year, uh, Dan's Dan's uh, Dick scared of, him off. Train of thought exactly. Dan's train of, train of thought was he's going to go more Kulgadi Cups, Boulder Cups, Kegley Cups with ah, Tom McCumman okay. and, and Stafford's lad this year. Yep. So this is just the the starting point for his Kegley campaign. But you're right. This time last year, he was running in. Belmont New Markets, Idyllic Princes, and Farnley Stakes, and he was one studded favourite for a railway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, and then he, he was favourite for the Hannons, and he did that weird buck jumping display yeah. and never never finished. So you're right. He's he's start the fire. He's definitely effective at uh, the fourteen hundred, and but um, but yeah, I think he'll just be getting back and running on it. And if he's if he's in a, in a good space, and he can definitely figure in the finish. I just wonder whether um, there's a few bit of bit of um, Sort of eyeing more towards getting him right for yep. the round. Yeah. Prep run, maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah. You got to remember, he did beat Notorious One on a very similar rain affected track, and that's good form for us. Well, so this, this would have been a great race don't, for, don't, for Notorious One, just quietly. Don't give up on him <laughs> on its rating. Don't give up on him on that wave rage winter form because there was some, there was a few yep. uh, there was a few little things there that were impacting his performance, and not only that, he just didn't didn't really get into any of those races because of the gates that he drew and the way the races were run. So there's still a bit of juice in the tank with Telemark coming, that's for sure. So and Old Stafford's he's uh, kicking off a Cowgirly Cup campaign as well. Yeah, Stafford's lad. What a story. Yeah, tell you what, in shield probably it'd probably be a bit dirtier if he didn't uh, turn uh, Jadavi Jadavi yeah. into a Melbourne Cup or so. yeah, a weapon. Yeah. Anyway, it's time, Spr BJ. Uh, what, 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 what do we end up deciding? Spruker. 
Spruker. Yeah, Spruker. Spruker. But I'd, yeah, I wouldn't be putting the line through the, the best horse in the race either. There's a reason we're going to wear the good clothes on Saturday. Dirk. <laughs> Dirk Diggler. All right. <laughs> um, very good. So that is the Jockey Celebration Day Stakes. Uh, shout out to all the hoops. It's uh, honouring um, and raising funds for the National Jockeys Trust there on Jockey Celebration Day um, for – you know, to support riders who uh, I think who fall on hard times, who want to further their education, um, who uh, and just yeah, recognise those those jockeys that have gone before them and and their fallen fallen jockeys as well. So it's always a uh, a good day of reflection and recognition for the the contribution that jockeys across the nation make in the Jockeys Celebration Day, and that is the feature on Saturday, the Jockeys Celebration Day stakes. So I think old Bernie. The old man will be out there, um, hopefully with a few of his old sparring partners there, um, spinning a few yarns and enjoying each other's company. Doesn't mind a yarn, does he? Old senior. Yeah. Loves a caps lock and loves a yarn. <laughs> hates, a, hates a yarn. Yeah. That, so. doesn't, hates lowercase right <laughs> on doesn't he? <laughs> oh, dear. All right, but it is time now for the, uh, the get out. What if this is a bit of an underwhelming get out? This is you a don't see a nine horse get out stakes very often. S-T-E-A-K-S-U-N-D-E-R. W-H-E-L-M-I-N-G. Fuck, that was hard work. Did what I spell that? that right? Underwhelming. Underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me. You lost I, me. I don't know. I think I might have cooked that anyway. Uh, Someone will tell me. Um, anyway. Yeah. Wow. It is underwhelming. Is it I mean, you can, you can, you can you feel, jackpot? You can feel that this race is underwhelming, but what isn't underwhelming is- The jackpot. $100. It is a jackpot. It's a jackpot. Yeah, it's a a J-pot. Yeah. So the Get Out Stakes is uh, extremely popular. Twitter-based competition brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located out of the Canning Vale Markets there on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, he runs the show. Timmy will no doubt be out there on course for the the, Morton Racing Function. They've got their naming day where they name all their yearlings. owners get to submit names and they have a like a democratic vote and then also the yearlings get their their names on that's Saturday. a cracking idea yeah I so really like that. people submit their names and then the ownership votes on or ranks them and then the one with the uh, most votes or the most support gets the gets the nod so yeah. that is happening out there at belmont on saturday no doubt timmy hewitt will be on course because he's invested in a couple of the more yeah, yearlings right. there swing past say good day to timmy and his team they'll roll out the red carpet for you out there at market city meets and just re-edit, reiterating once again $100 worth of gourmet goodness there from Market City Meats up for grabs this Saturday. Make sure if you go in just to get the free stuff and don't buy anything with cash as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, congratulations, of course, to our impromptu Roburn Cup Get Out mm. Stakes winner, Tim Dunleavy. He was the only entrant to lock in Crossaro, and he, of course, he got the uh, – got the uh, the Roburn Cup get out stakes victory. Tim has gone close a couple of times actually in the past, so this is his first victory. Has the Red Sea uh, finished up? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I had some twelve bucks about that. It started four dollars twenty. You know what that is? It's good punting. Good punting. Yeah, but it, was it good, actually generally didn't finish. It was good. Good thinking by you as well to uh, after that mm. after Belmont got abandoned to uh, suggest a Roburn. Cup get out stakes and it was probably should have been at Roman straight away anyway. Yeah, honest, you know? <laughs> but it was actually the, we, we got a stack of entries and uh, Tim Dunleavy he was the the winner of course. Now, now you're gonna have to wait a while for this week's get out stakes, guys. So just be patient. But it's race twelve at Belmont this Saturday. Race twelve. That's I don't know light. if that, that'll ever happen again. But to enter this week's get out stakes, let us know 
On Twitter, at the one one pod, who you think will win race 12 and um, decimal winning margin, two decimal placings preferred. And you better get in early um, because that's the benefit of the Sam White rule, Terry. First in, best, best dressed. First in, best dressed. Um, all right. Well, I'm not overly excited about the last. I'm going to – Hang on. This is you the know Crown what? Towers handicap. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there? Oh, the Crown Perth handicap yeah, yeah. earlier in the day. Very different things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we will definitely know a pattern by this stage of the day, and that'll be integral because a horse like Hibiscus Lady, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have had a mentos, should I? Um, Hibiscus Lady, I'm <laughs> stuck in my teeth. Hibiscus Lady will Do get you know really what's a good idea? That's a good idea. Yeah. Like while you're podcasting, just <laughs> whack a mentos in your cough. Why did I do that? <laughs> Bit hungry, that'll get we, are, going. we are 12 That's races lunch. without a break. Exactly like, right. Is, we're going pretty yeah. solid here. So. Spotty was just, yeah, Spotty was just having a bad dream <laughs> over there as well. I had to go wake him up. He couldn't believe it. When, when will this end? <laughs> when will this, these two idiots shut is, the fuck up? This is the part that doesn't <laughs> end. Oh, dear. Uh, anyway, let's go. Let's get this back on track. Hibiscus lady. Should lead. Um, big money last start was huge. Let's Galavant's made that fall look pretty good. All of its runs in WA have been great. Massive. I hope they own it and lead. If they try to just get one in front of them for the sake of it and they'll cook it and they can't win from there. So mm-hmm. if they just go forward and lead it, it can definitely win. Um, handles the going. It's a seven-year-old mare who's had four wins from 33 starts for a trainer who I don't know would have had a Saturday winner, BJ. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, a few concerns there, but I mean, I, I still got her around about the four dollar eighty mark. You just um, have to respect the 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 way that she's racing. Mm, just I just really hope that they own the fact there's no leader in this and say let's lead it. She led in her trial back on the twenty seventh of May. I thought it was a great trial against mm-hmm. multinational. Um, so yeah, if they just go forward and lead, I think she'll be in front for a long way. I, my gut tells me. As I said, a seven-year-old mare who's four from 33, she probably finds ways and finds one to beat her, and there's a few in this that can definitely beat her. If they're making ground down the centre, um, false statement about yeah. herself, himself. Yeah. He was nearly knocked over when he um, shied at the turn, or I'm not sure what, what, what happened, happened there. there? Sean stopped oh, riding, and then thought- he, was, he was going that well that Sean's like, shit, I've got to keep riding here. That I, was a- I honestly thought I was watching the wrong horse mm. because it, it – yeah. I saw that false statement run fifth in the review. Went back and I, I was watching the fen- the horse on the fence in the white and blue, and I was like, "That's false statement." And then it was gone, like at the cutaway, and then all of a sudden it's got come up again. Yeah, so, big money around, and that was because of the soft seven. So expect if they're making ground that the money will come again. Um, again, it's just can it win a race? Is it? It's very deep into a prep, but got to respect how well it's going. Um, got to respect that money last this start. Is, that Macanto race was real deep. This is it thin, started near favourite compared to what it's been racing. Exactly so, right. Yeah. So seduce me. The three year old form is really good, but yep. can it out sprint? False statement. I'm not really sure. Um, Abslo. It should be called not Ablo. <laughs> Dear mate, as it six bucks. Abslo. It's a proper. It's a slob. It's a. <laughs> Yeah, it's a proper twenty thirty dollar pop here, I reckon. So that's a that's a good thing that it's. What did six. you think of the f- fifteen hundred first up? That's different. Mm. Opened from, up, um, opened up even money as well. Three that wide, was no cover. Wild, opened up even money. Like, yeah, that was just the horse to take on for for years and years and years. So, um, but I mean, the, the thing I hate about this race is, and Cold Chisel's another one. Mm-hmm. Weight swing towards false statement, but probably map towards Cold Chisel. It could yeah. um, park up right behind him, and obviously handles are going. The one thing that makes it hard to have a bet in this race is the best horse who there was good money for around first up who simply didn't turn up. If it does turn up, the Figars, he probably wallops them. So it's hard to have it on that run because it didn't travel. It didn't, I don't know. Didn't step, didn't travel. Wasn't super didn't happy. Finish off, yeah. But if it's now happy, 
it's ten bucks, and you'd love to know that you'd like you'd love some of that intel that it was. Mm-hmm. There's a real obvious issue, and blah blah blah. But yeah, the best is if you gas, you absolutely wallops this lot. So yeah, I agree. Um, but I don't know if I'm willing to to back that on on trust. So. Yeah, I'm going to be focusing on two runners. I'm going to be seeing how the pattern of the day looks, mm-hmm. um, and it'll be either hibiscus or false statement for me, I reckon. Yeah, false statement or seduce me for me. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, mark them. They were both my 450 faves. Three-year-old form's really adding up. This is, I think it's and the I, first time it's raced out of three-year-old company, actually. And I, I feel as though seduce me can just be ridden that bit quieter from eight as well. Um, sort of... Even though it says six seven six in the run on there for its last three in the Catalpa race, it it began quite well. Brad was kind of positive and just got a bit keen early, and I, I feel as though that it just it slightly blunted her um, her closing speed. So um, just the day that it, it was able to gun down Slipperucci, where it sort of everything fell into place for it, that was a thirteen hundred as well. And Brad sort of settled um, sixth in a field of eight. So. What's this? A field of field of nine. If if Brad can find a, find some cover, maybe sixth, seventh, eighth in running, then you know I think seduce me can finish. You know as well as who you reckon? False yeah, yeah that's, that was my question. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to line that up exactly. Yes. the conditions you go through and false false statement hasn't copped that real. Or despite all the rain, it's raced on a good four, soft five, good four, good four. It hasn't copped them. And then last start, it finally did. The money came in in droves, and it was cooked when it nearly went down. If it doesn't do, you've got to say it probably wins. How close it went. just ducked at the cutaway? It was unhappy. Barrier nine is probably a positive for it, I think. I also don't great. think but it But like, see what price McCanto got I out I actually don't know whether false statement likes following the rail. I think he's more of a swooper false statement. Yeah. 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 See what price McCanto got out from yeah. Betfair? It touched 20 bucks. Yeah. Wild. Big. Wild stuff. And sentimental here, even. Return with ECJ. Yeah. Cardiac arrhythmia. Stiff. Do we forgive? <laughs> Have to. Have to, yeah. So, yeah. The, um, a, bit of a, sh- a bit of a shame that- this the get out stakes the, on a twelve horse. On a, yeah, a 12 it's a race ran, random one. They could have put one of the midweek races last that had um, that keep attacking race. It's sort of a fourteen or thirteen horse field, you know. So um, yeah, thin old finish of the day. I'll be either with the one or the four, but I'm very wary of the, the two. Uh, very wary of the Fugazi and the three year old form mm. one seduced me. I found it very difficult to line it all up, so I'm not. I'm not too keen. I'll bet fair might throw at me. Okay, very good. All right, let's take a break, Terry, and uh, we'll be back with our best, our maddies, and our lays for National Jockey Celebration Stakes Day. Okay, Guru, we are back with our Betfair Best betting propositions of the day. Betfair Best? Uh, my Betfair Best, a bit boring, um, but it's well, well over my $1.90 mark. Race four, number three, Brave Dream. Hoping we can, if we can get set above $2.50, I'm happy if it... It's close to three. I'm ecstatic. Okay. Uh, my bet for best is in the race beforehand. Race three, number one, keep attacking. Um, I had him marked with a two in front, 2.6. Good aggressive he's, uh, marking. Yeah, he's, he's uh, significantly better than that. For Todd Harvey and Jay McNaught, so that has to be, simply has to be my bet for yep. best. Very good. Maddie. Uh, I think I, I'm going to fudge with my Maddie. I thought you might. I'm going to fudge a point or two. Can you give me that? Secret. Secret statue. Uh, best available at the moment, 19. So Use your boost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, use your, uh, use your boost. Funny what Betfair does with it because it's it's 
obviously the unfashionable hoop, the unfashionable, they're not necessarily money trainer, money jockey, mm-hmm. um, but it isn't a deep race. So interesting what Betfair does with that particular horse. Yeah, that was that was the best I could come up with. What's your Maddie? Probably the same, but I'll, I'll throw another one out in the, the two-year-old, uh, that Fleur Delacour. Um, I, I love thought, that. <laughs> I thought that was a – I thought that there, was, was, there was something in its last run um, and I just – Willis think, Willis and Nucky yep. from a high gate. Yep. Uh, oh, it ticks. Uh, there isn't a box that ticks. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, you don't need a pen for this one. It's uh, just empty boxes. So. Mate, it, 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 and it will – I reckon the current price will – the double, paper, the paper, double, we'll double on some. The paper form was enough for me. Not even watch its last yeah, replay, but I better so, go back and do. Yeah, that, have a so. look, have a look, have yeah. a look at its last replay. So, um, needs a bit of luck, but uh, it can run a race. I think <laughs> very good. Uh, what's your uh, what's our lay for? Oh, I've got a lot that I reckon are well under the odds. Like I think Catalp is well under the odds in race ten. I think Ginger Flyer Savage One at three seventy a pop in the feature are both well under the odds. Um, I've called a horse Absloy, so I've probably got to mention that. So uh, Absloy the place is $2.20. So that's probably me, I reckon. Absloy not to run a place in the last at $2.20. That's my lay. That's that's pretty short. And I'd be, yeah, I, I'd, I'd happily, act. I don't lay horses because I'm too opinionated and I do my ass because I'm often wrong. But I'd um, I'd actually lay that if, if it goes around at even money a hole. Okay, very good. Uh, my lay is in... Race eight, multinational. I had it significantly longer than the 360 mm-hmm. it is at the moment. I feel as though it's going to start a lot longer than that. I think so, yeah. Keeps raising the bar, doesn't it? It does. It and does. I go back to that search and rocks run. Um, as a, yeah, 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 I'm the same. I'm like eight bucks. Yeah. So it's for me, it's the same thing. I'm just just wary about where, it, you know, those type of on speed is like the Matt Pritis theory that can just keep raising the bar. Yeah, I, and I think surprise you. listening to Neville post race. There were part on post race the other day. He's always he thinks that the horse is going um, to continue to develop and emerge. But I just with the, with the shape, the setup, Fanta leading. I don't know if what multinational can 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 do what it's been doing in, mm. in lower grades at that level. And I just from a price point of view, I was more like eight or nine dollars, and it's three sixty at the moment. So it's my lay. No, I like it. I like it. What um do we hear where Searching Rocks is going? No, yeah, I heard. Is this, I haven't seen much about it, but I just heard a rumor that it was. It's been taken off. It's, it's definitely leaving. It's been. It's been. Um, it was on Twitter that's definitely leaving. The what did David Kim, what Harrison. Did Kim Hunter think about it? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't add to that because I, I haven't seen uh, Kimmy's uh, Twitter feed I think recently. It's been <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that was a Defensive. that's a big story. Uh, but won the Belmont Oaks not that long ago, and now it's my. Mm. I don't know. I, I have no insight. My, my when I heard about it, I just assumed because the. Um, the horse is bred and owned by um, Sharon Taylor's parents. That oh, okay. I just assumed that it's a new season and I thought she might take out a trainer's license again and might train it for yep. her parents. So I she, thought it might have been going to Nick Carapalotti. Yeah, possibly. Aiming a, at, a, at a Hannon's or something. Yeah. That's where it should go, shouldn't it? <laughs> there you are. He's picked up a couple of good mares, hasn't he, recently? And, and I don't know. Who knows? Maybe because of the issues with the barriers and all that, it's gone to, to – somewhere that 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 can be a focus yeah, i'm not 100%. really sure but it's it's always a shock when a good horse that's had the results that it has has uh, shift stable so suddenly especially after a win um so anyway more will be revealed in that space